Oh, hey, y'all. Welcome to the uh, Friday, November 18th edition, 2022 calendar year of the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's Friday. For those of you listening or joining us live or about to, come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen. That's where the chat room is. Uh, there are a few social media networks that we're not temporarily, at least now, banned on. So you might be there as well. Welcome wherever you are. But please do share this show. We've got a great one lined up for you heading into the weekend. Uh, our first guest, uh, Laura Oblon. I better ask her how to pronounce her name when she comes on. Oblon, O-B-L-O-N, um, has overcome lupus. And she's traveled around the world, done a lot of amazing things. Uh, I want to talk to her about a lot of those things as well. Oh, oh, by the way, just heard about a cause for just about every ailment illness. You know, you know we talked about the sudden death syndrome, uh, all kinds of heart attacks happening. Apparently, we found or it's been identified the cause of it all. And it's it might not be the COVID virus. gain of fun, It might not be any of that. We're going to bring that up today on the show. You guys figure it out, too. If you've heard about it, I'll uh, bring that up. Also, out of the G20, uh, the uh, the death of the vaccine passport idea is was been greatly exaggerated. Apparently, they're still going to try and bring out the vaccine passports. New Zealand is already doing it. Lab-grown meat finally approved. Oh, mm, mm, mm. Well, actually, we can talk about that. That's not appetizing at all on my day of fasting. But Super Don, just don't bring up the cheesecake today, okay, buddy? <laughs> we got questions of the day. We got comments of the day. We got a lot to do on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Please join us as we bring that healing party to you right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Lighten up, it's Friday. It's That's it, we did it. We did it. Thank God it's Friday. what I'm talking about. A little, little uh, lightheartedness moving into the weekend, despite all the heaviness in the, uh, the mainstream propaganda news cycle. Welcome, my friends. The place for health, freedom, and healing liberty is on the air. And no, no, I didn't have cheesecake right before I got on the air. I, I didn't. We had a great, great time yesterday talking about cheesecake, I have to say. I know, I know it's not the healthiest food, but come on, live a little, enjoy it. Now, of course, back home, my wife makes it organically. So everything's clean, but yes, delicious too. Uh, not, not skimping at all on that, but yeah, today is the, the, the day of fast here for me, as I do every Friday uh, as a, a form of discipline that yeah, helps me physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Some of you might say economically too, you're not having to buy food. <laughs> I guess so. There you go. That's the, that's the solution to inflation. Just fast. Well, you know, it's a strange irony when I say that sort of half kidding, but when you don't have access to the easy, you know, instant, just add, I don't know, whatever to cellophane and eat it, the junk food, the empty calories devoid of vitamins, minerals, and trace minerals, all that stuff that's so easy to just magically appears at the convenience store, you'll actually be a lot healthier if you go back into doing what our ancestors did. Not long ago, grandma, grandpa, maybe mom and dad, or maybe you are doing it, growing your own food. So there's some good things that are happening despite the difficulties that are, uh, well, confronting us or we're being confronted with in terms of economic challenges. We've had it easy. We've had it just instantly accessible and we've gotten lazy. 
And so as we head into the weekend, hopefully it will fortify you to get out there and actually do something that will facilitate your strength and reduce your vulnerability as it comes to the Yahoo boneheads of the World Economic Forum of the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund and the Federal Reserve that are depleting the value of every dollar you work for to be sure that you maintain a slave mentality, a victim mentality, a debt-based system that no matter how much you make, you'll never keep up when the the Zimbabwe dollar comes to America, the trillion-dollar notes and things like that. It's not like I'm the first guy saying it. I'm just having to remind you in the midst of all those who have been saying it when everything was just kind of rolling nicely and beautifully. You don't have to be harmed by it. In the midst of downturns and economic challenges, there are people that do very well. How and why? Partly it's a mindset. But that mindset has to transform the way you interact with the world and what you do to gain, let's say, a benefit for your efforts, your intelligence, and all of that. The game is is rigged. Yeah, part of it, the allopathic uh, form of, of, of the economy, right? We talk about nutrition here. Occasionally, yes, I mentioned nutrition. I know, I know. It's just rough. You got to deal with me in that regard. But the idea of eating a Twinkie morning, noon, and night and thinking that you're going to be healthy and strong and vital, it's kind of absurd, isn't it? You'd be like, oh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't do that. There's no nutrition in it. And there's other stuff in it that's not good. And I think about this over many years of my discoveries in the economic realm. No, I'm not a banker. No, I'm not an economist. I just have, I think, something called critical thinking skills intact. And when I asked the question of God, as I prayed to God, how can I get well from all of the ailments and illnesses in the first, at that point, 19 years of my life, having been drugged, having been shot, injections, having had surgery, None of those things solved any of my problems. They made me worse. How could I resolve this? How could I solve this? Eventually, it came to my attention that maybe I should eat food that contains vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, essential fats, and all of that, and is devoid of the artificial additives, colorings, preservatives, flavorings, sweeteners, all the things that are detrimental to my health, that of this body. And then I extended that out to, at one point, realizing, oh my gosh, am I working and being paid? In Twinkies, the equivalent of economic Twinkies, that is money devoid of any actual value except the full faith and credit or a belief in, there's value here in this piece of paper called a Federal Reserve note that is actually evidence of debt. You mean I'm paying for something with debt? Yep. And you're accumulating debt? Yep. You've got all this stuff and you realize you can't make enough until it becomes worth less and less or worth less completely. And so the concepts and principles of health and healing in terms of, well, how do we overcome cancer, right? The big C. Well, do we need to attack it and kill it with napalm, chemo, poison the body, radiate it? By the way, these synthetic chemicals cause cancer. Radiation in excess causes cancer. Fight fire with fire? Really? But if you burn the body up and it dies of the treatment of the fire, did you die from cancer? Did you die from the treatment for cancer too? And what's the solution economically, according to the Federal Reserve System and Joe Biden? Well, for a while there, it was printing out more money. And this is true under Republican administrations, Democrat. Let's just print more. Let's print more. Let's print more. Let's print more. 
not not acknowledging that well inflation is uh well it's not higher prices that's a symptom of inflation because each federal reserve note that they print becomes worth less and less value less and so one of the things we talked about at the red pill expo and i wasn't the only one there were many awesome people and if you haven't seen david martin's presentations on some of the history of the economy going back to the original banksters we were funded and founded by drug dealers isn't that interesting and my talk at the Red Pill Expo was you do not suffer from a drug deficiency disease. And, and I think, well, that shouldn't that be a moment of duh, right? We used to do moments of duh, your moment of duh. You don't suffer from a drug deficiency, right? But it's not a moment of duh. Apparently not because the United States, where I'm from, the country of origin, if you will, we consume more drugs than per capita than all other nations, every other nation. We're number one in taking drugs. So I've got some explaining to do. I, my work's not done. Now, real quick on the solution side of this thing, there's something called fasting. As I, I mentioned, I do that once a week, but people fast. And in fact, in the animal kingdom, they understand how important it is to fast when they have severe, serious diseases. They fast their way back to health. They don't drug their way back to health. Isn't that interesting? And starving the beast, starving the cancer. What is its food? Starve it of that food. And much the same way um, David Martin referenced it. Uh, Sherry Peel Jackson was there as well talking. Did I say that right? I hope I did. Uh, let's see. Peter Gibbons, a friend of mine, who's, who's they were all focusing on this guy, Payman, that was there, all focusing on how do you starve the beast, talking economically, that which claims ownership over you, right? The concept of the income tax. I don't know if you know that. That's a key plank on the Communist Manifesto. Yet how many Republicans beyond Ron Paul were calling for the repeal, the elimination of that? Because the income tax in, indicates that it owns 100% of your efforts, whatever you bring in, and gets to tell you how much you can keep. People have it wrong. Oh, they tell me how much I have to... No, they tell you how much you can keep. They can change that at any point in time. Good Lord, how did I get on this subject today? I have no idea. Here I was going to open with a story about a vaccine against fentanyl and there that that's Friday for you. That's what I got. You guys can read this, but the absurdity and, and uh, this is the defender and Bobby Kennedy has been quoted. You can't make this stuff up. Anti-fentanyl vaccine funded by military blocks, drugs high. So basically the same people that deliver you these toxic addictive drugs that are deadly are now coming to the rescue with a vaccine to block the effects of that drug. So you don't get high when you take it. I wonder what other disastrous side effects that are direct effects that are not marketable of these drugs will make uh, themselves uh, available to you soon as well. We've talked about other vaccines against, uh, let's say, opioid receptors to eliminate not only the side effect. They're not going for this, but the side effect is that you no longer can experience pleasure in life at all. And this is not me advocating drug use. I'm just saying normal interaction. You have opioid receptors because there are aspects of that in the natural world that bring pleasure. You take a vaccine against that, you destroy your ability to enjoy anything in life. Or they eliminate pain receptors altogether and then you don't even know when your foot is dangling off your leg because you, how is this a solution? Pharmacia, sorcery, poison people back to health. It's absurd. Dare I say stupid, but none dare call it healthcare. Well, they do, but I don't. 
How do you overcome chronic diseases? We've got a guest joining us now who's done that with one of the most devastating and frustrating and debilitating autoimmune diseases known as lupus. And in modern medicine, all they got is poison for you. Suppress the immune system. Here's some prednisone. Take some antibiotics. Have some more. Nobody talks about nutrient deficiencies. Nobody talks within the allopathic realm, the pharmaceutical pseudoscience that they uh, propose to be the monopoly of all of us in medicine. Then maybe we suffer from deficiencies as well. Let's welcome for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show, Laura Oblon. And I didn't ask Laura how to pronounce your last name. I hope I didn't really do badly on it. Laura, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hey, thank you for having me. No, you pronounced it perfectly, actually. Well, uh, well I've never seen a last name, Oblon. You have to give me a little origin on that. Yeah, I derived from the name Oblonsky. Um, my husband's family are Russian Jews. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's where the name originally came from. My maiden name is Evans. So it's like super boring. But okay. Oblonsky, I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> See, there we go. Now I, it makes all sense in the world because my uh, ancestors, some of which came uh, from Poland, uh, Polish <laughs> Jews, Belitsky yeah. shortened at the Statue of Liberty to Bell, and I became All-American. Yeah, absolutely. That's when I happened there, too, for this, his family. Well, well thank Laura, you so much well, for having well, me on here. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm glad you're here, and, and I hope uh, that you weren't going to run away after whatever happened in the uh, monologue today happened, but uh, I'm glad to have you here talk about lupus and other things. I know you just got back from England, and yet yeah. you look amazing. I was just joking with you, and I looked at you. I'm like, you're not old enough to be on this show. You're like 16 years old. What is that? So you're doing something right considering what you've been through. You know, um, it's crazy. And actually with what you were just talking about, it aligns with everything that I've, I've gone through and um, what really our mission, I call it our ministry in is for um, not only just my company and business, but our lives. I think everything that you do is a ministry of something in your life. And um, so Real quick, in 2013, the end of 2013, I was diagnosed officially with lupus, SLE lupus. And at that time, I remember going to my doctor and she's just like, okay, she got my results back and everything. And she told me, she's like, now don't Google this, but you have lupus and it's quickly progressing. And um, we're going to have to get you with specialists and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, the first thing you do is Google it, right? Like, because I didn't fully know what lupus was. So the next three and a half years, um, after I had went to go see this rheumatologist, he told me, he said, well, you know, we might be able to get you, our goal is going to be to get you about five good years, you know, quality. I was like, and then what, so what, is, what does that mean? He's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you or beat around the bush. It is terminal. And I go, so I'm dying. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, uh, that's, that's the short end of it. I'm like, okay, well, bedside manner wasn't a thing, <laughs> yeah. but you know, Again, and, uh, for honesty, at least in their views, you were, they were not holding back. Uh, but perhaps that could stimulate you to look elsewhere, just like it did me. Although they weren't as direct with me when I, you know, ha- came to the conclusion at 19 years of age that these people were just morons. Yeah. It, it, it helped me when they said they don't know why I was sick. And I'm like, here, I've been doing your drugs. Every treatment you threw at me for 19 years and you don't even know why I'm sick. Yeah. And then their best answer to me was maybe one day you'll grow out of it, all the ailments and stuff. I was like, I, I got to go. This is not good. And I cannot be one of you. Like my uncle, the doctor told me, don't be a doctor. And I said, but uncle Bob, you're a doctor. I want to do that. He's like, you don't, you don't want to do that. And I didn't understand it until later, but now I do, of course. And I became a homeopath, which actually promotes healing instead of poisoning. Yeah. Um, you know. exactly. 
So, so you it, had a crossroads. It was, it was crazy. So I did everything that the doctor said to do for three and a half years. And then I, my last appointment, uh, I had went in and he's, he looks at the thing. And the thing was, is he was a jerk anyways. Like, I don't even know why I did all the things. They were having me on 21 medications. I was constantly getting injections of uh, hydrocodone down in my, in my spine, like all kinds of different things. Hmm. And he told me, he's like, well, we're going to have to start you on dialysis. They're going to destroy destroying your like, kidneys. Yeah. That switch triggered in my head. And all of a sudden I was like, you know what? My kidneys were fine before I met you people. I was like, I can't even go up the stairs without like falling asleep in the middle. I feel like I can't get any air. I go, this is no quality of life. It doesn't make any sense to me. And then I remembered that my grandmother had beat cancer twice with a holistic practitioner. A holistic really? doctor. Your grandma? Yeah. What? And now, this, was your grandma on your side of the family? Yeah. We're talking about, okay, so this is a, a Evans, right? It's more like an American style. And the thing is, you know, I had to learn the real history of medicine in America and only learned of it when I learned of homeopathy, that, that, that the mainstay of medicine in America was homeopathic medicine, herbal medicine, uh, naturopathic, chiropractic, even in the early 20th century. But going back into the 1800s, uh, just astonishing how much I wasn't taught about history. In other words, they, somebody erased it and rewrote it so that we would believe the only thing we can do when it comes to getting sick is to get drugs. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's very frustrating. So when I told him that he's just like, well, if you know, if you're not going to do my follow my treatment plan, I don't know how I'm going to be able to, to keep you on as a, as a, a, a patient. I said, that's okay. You're fired anyways. And so I hopped up off the table and I walked out of the building the whole way. I'm like, holy crap, what am I going to do? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I got to figure if I'm going to die, I might as well die trying to figure something else out. Right. Yeah. Laura at 19, I, same scenario, walked out going, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Right? I, and, and I've had grandparents and aunts and uncles, and you know, uh, my elders die of cancer, truly, actually the treatment for cancer I learned later. Right. And I thought, you know what? I knew of their childhood because I was always curious about my elders' childhood. Hey, what was it like when you were growing up? Like grandma, aunt, whatever. And they were all healthy when they were kids. They didn't get sick till much later in life. And here I was sick from zero to 19 at that point going, well, what's my future going to look like? Will I make it to my forties or will I be a ravage with cancer much earlier than when they were? And, and so these are the similar th stories that, you know, I'm hearing from you that I went through a lot, all those years ago. So yeah. carry on. This is fascinating. So, um, I went on this journey. I, um, was very frustrated because I never heard anyone in the entire time of going to these physicians and specialists and all this stuff. Tell me that I had leaky gut syndrome. They didn't mm. tell me that autoimmune was leaky gut, right? You never heard it. And, um, so going down this thing, I tried every diet possible. I, I did keto, I did vegan, I did um, paleo, you know, non-dairy, gluten-free, all these different things and nothing was working. And so I got stem cell transplant and um, then I did a full stem cell transplant and that worked uh, for about almost eight months. And in 2019, I thought I was doing good until October 2019, um, September, October, it all of a sudden, everything came back and it came back with a vengeance. Every single day I was waking up with a fever. I couldn't hardly move. When winter was coming on, it was like, I couldn't hardly stay awake. I would be talking to you and just like doze off and fall asleep. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like I, 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 my body just was not wanting to work. And I had met a man in, um, on June 1st of that year. And, um, cause at this time I was a single mama four. And I didn't want to tell anybody that I was damaged goods. 
that's how I had been referred to before. And it just was something that was imprinted in my it, head. You know, it doesn't work so well on the dating scene. You know, hey, by the way, I'm damaged goods. You right? want to go out? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yeah, yeah. good strategy there, Laura. Well done. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this one day I, I had fallen asleep and I couldn't wake up. I had mm. been asleep for 28 hours straight pretty much. And my, I could not get my body up. And I, it felt like I had to admit defeat now. Like I mm. tried everything, nothing was working and like there was nothing else to do. And at that time, Robert had called a few times and I apparently missed his call. And um, so the next day I'm like, Oh no, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to tell him now. It's like, so you know what? Sometimes my body just doesn't want to work right. And then I sleep. And so, you know, I totally understand if you don't want to talk to me anymore. I'm like, I get it. Like, you know, it's a lot, it's different. And um, his first thing out of his mouth was, well, how do we fix it? Mm. And for some reason it made me mad. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I was like, you can't. I said, I have tried everything. I'm like, you know, I'm not stupid. I've I've tried. And I was so emotional because I felt defeated. Mm. And I hate that feeling of feeling like, God, I have tried everything. I'm like, you know, I, I pray, I fast, I do all these things, you know, I'm like, God, I just need an answer. And the one thing that I had prayed before in this year was God, send me a friend. I just want a friend, you know, I'm like somebody that I can talk to. And I just needed that. I, I wanted somebody else to catch my burden because I couldn't carry it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because not only did, did God provide, but he did an excess. So, um, he he jumped on a plane and came up to my house and took over my office because he lived in Dallas, Texas at the time. And I'm in Indiana and knocked on my door. He's like, hey, you know, I was like, what the heck are you doing? Like, who does that? Right. And he took over my office and started watching every documentary he could, searching all over the Internet and trying to figure out how to fix lupus. Um, I was diagnosed with juvenile arthritis whenever I was a preteen, you know, so I had Mm. been similar to you, you know, through all this stuff my entire life. And um, so he started going and then all of a sudden he comes in in my room and he's just like, it's leaky gut. You have leaky gut. I go, I know, I I know, you know, and he's just like, okay, we just got to figure out how to fix that. I'm like, okay, well, good luck. He had a friend who was a bodybuilder, um, Mr. Olympian, um, three time in the world or something like that. And we saw a reference to a guy named Tony Freeman. Is is that Tony the guy you're referring to? Yeah. yeah. We met Tony some years ago at the early phases of when CBD and hemp was coming out into the marketplace and a uh, nice guy. Yeah. Huge guy, big guy. Um, yeah. But yeah. I remember that. So he, he uh, interacted with Tony at that time. Yeah. Tony and him are, are, have been best friends for a long time. And um, so Tony calls, he's like, Hey brother, I think that I got something. He's like, that could help her. Robert's like, yeah, send it, whatever it is. And, and I thought it was kind of cute, kind of funny. I'm just like, these guys, like they don't understand. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars by now on mm-hmm. trying to fix this and figure this out, you know? Um, but it's okay. So Tony sends something up and I remember getting in the mail, I go a pill and I started laughing. I was like, dude, a pill is not going to help me. He's just like, no, 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 just try it. Just keep an open mind. And I'm like, okay, you know, like, but don't get your hopes up. He's like, I've done this before. Don't, don't do that. By this time I was walking around holding my abdomen because anytime I would eat any kind of food, my stomach would just hurt. It would there you be, go. That's my, that's my yeah, history there, Laura. So uh, it was, it was, people don't understand if they've not experienced that. And many people have, yeah. but I was like canary in the coal mine of my generation. And every meal I ate didn't matter what it was, matter. stomach pain 
yeah. ingestion gas, bloating, all of that. And so I was on, at the time, Tums and Rolaids just automatically. If I eat, I'm going to yeah. take that. Never mind that it would neutralize stomach acid and block a primary aspect of digestion in the upper GI. Uh, now, of course, they have proton pump inhibiting drugs that just stop it altogether, creating all kinds of deficiencies, even cancers. But yeah, not, none of that solved it. And and so you were experiencing what I experienced as well in your own uh, body in this lifetime. So 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 what happened? What was this pill that, that that they gave you? Can you say what it was? Or yeah, absolutely. So um, by day two, I, I was like, well, that's kind of weird. My stomach doesn't really hurt that bad. I go, no, 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 it's in my head. It's like the placebo effect. I just want this yeah. to work, right? But by day five, now imagine this. I'm in my kitchen. I'm sitting at the, the bar stool, the counter, and I had just warmed up some spaghetti that I had made for the kids the night before. And I was just really hungry. And knowing that spaghetti was going to light me on fire, like, didn't matter. Like, I was just hungry, and I just wanted something to eat. So I warmed it up, and I sat there, and I was mentally preparing myself. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, you have to eat food. Like, it's going to be okay, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I started eating. And tears like welled up in my eyes and in my face because I was like, what is wrong with me? I, don't, I, I can't find it. I couldn't find the pain anywhere. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. How is a pill helping me? It doesn't, you know, so Robert had come in. He's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I go, you don't understand. I'm not in any pain anymore. I, mean, I couldn't find it anywhere. I was moving my joints, couldn't find it. My stomach, no pain. I'm like, and it wasn't, it wasn't fentanyl, right? No, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Um, so I, I go, what is this? He goes, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm like, no, we got, cause I'm somebody's daughter. Like I'm somebody's mom, you know? And I'm like, and if this stuff will work, then I got to get it to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I get on the phone with this guy and Tony's like, okay, well, you know, hear me out. He goes, he's a holistic veterinarian, um, uh, herbalist. And I go, say what? <laughs> <laughs> Is this is you're talking to Tony and Tony's telling yeah. you this, yeah. by the way, super non found this, check out this picture. Super on put this full screen. Uh, Tony yeah. on the Robert Scott Bell show many years ago. I think this was a, a cannabis focused conference. 2014, 2014. That was in Chicago. I think, I think yeah. it was in Chicago on the Navy pier. Yeah. Look at you. Look at me like the pip squeak. I can't even fit into my jacket there. Uh, it's just swallowing me up and there's Tony. His biceps are bigger than my head. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. That was wild. Yeah. That's so cool. Tony's telling you, I, Hey, no worry. It's a veterinarian doctor. We got you covered. Yeah. I go say what? And so we're on this zoom with this guy and he's I was like, what is this? He goes, well, it's butyric acid in the form of tributyrin. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And he said, um, I said, well, how did you get it? Like, what did it, he's just like, well, it actually, you know, had this guy come in who gives butyrate, was getting his raw ingredient butyrate to give to his cows. And I go, moo. I said, it worked for me. So like, you know, and he's, he said, um, so yeah, he said butyrate, butyric acid is basically what's in leafy greens. So based on one of these capsule amounts, he said you would have to eat 17 cups of leafy greens a day to equal the amount of butyrate that's here. And butyrate is what your lower intestines are supposed to produce in your microbiome, right? It's what seals right. the gut. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So we did a deal with this guy to get the raw ingredients to our lab and figured out how do we get this to number one, where it doesn't smell, it smells terrible. Number two, mm -hmm. it tastes really, really bad. So you don't want to eat it and you, you want a, a better system than that system because those gel caps, they are not sustainable, right? Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so we took it to the lab and the scientists were like, do you realize what you have? I'm like, no, not yet. But I think I do. Cause I'm not in any pain. Like what do, how do we, how do we help people? So he created this really thick gel cap encapsulated and added vitamins A, D and K to it. Because if you're going to do something that goes into your microbiome to help seal the leaky gut, I call it fix the flat for your gut. Then you mm-hmm. want to do something to also help with the absorbency of vitamin D, A and K because most people are vitamin D deficient, right? Well, so I started, I started taking it and I sent it to different people who suffered from things from like acid reflux and all these different things. And while I had that, we met another doctor, another holistic practitioner doctor who actually started as a chiropractor and he worked on people. Um, but he has been doing some amazing work for over the last 16 years with nucleotides. Now, mm-hmm. you know, nucleotides are the N and DNA. And so it's something that repairs your mRNA and your DNA. So I started taking this after being on Are these you talking about Naputi. No, not Naputi. No, but not, I was talking not, about Dr. Michael Epitropolis. Epitropolis. Okay. I wasn't sure we covered uh, Dr. Naputi yesterday on the show with Jonathan Emore because the, you know, the, the, the FTC is going after him saying, we're going to find you a hundred, $500 billion. It's, it just sounds like a, you know, Austin powers, Dr. Evil, a billion dollar, a trillion dollars. So, uh, <laughs> You know, the, the, you know, this is the, as we're talking about this, the risk, of course, of having a dietary supplement, not a drug that can reverse any name disease you want is something that puts you in the crosshairs of the FDA and the FTC, because yeah. the moment you start re- validating the science and then referencing the science in, in connection to a product that you sell, they're coming after you. It's like, you can't do that. Freedom of speech is you thought you had it. And then yeah. you realize when it comes to healing and health, when it comes to that without drugs, uh, sorry, the government's going to do everything it can to shut you down. So you have to be so very careful in describing what you're describing. And I, you're probably aware of this, but I'm just, you know, I'm a little protective of anybody that's doing good work and I don't want them to get in trouble. <laughs> totally understand. So what's funny about what you just said is mm-hmm. he was the next person I was going to mention. Mm. Uh, because after we had these two products, I drove to St. Louis. We had met um, Naputi over a Zoom because we sent him an email. And I was like, hey, I have something I need you to see. Drove to St. Louis. And um, me and my daughter met him for coffee. And I just pushed my, I was like, here it is. This is what I have. And he's like, okay, let me see it. He's like, all right, let's. And he's sitting here. He's like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I was looking for. Like, and you got it. He's like, how do, how do, how, how do I, how do I do this? How do I, he was, he's just like, I'm in whatever we need to do. So Dr. Eric Naputi is our business partner as well as the scientific advisory. All right. So, so uh, you know, if it works, it's going to be targeted and that's what we're hearing and, and witnessing right. as well. And, and I just to backtrack for a moment, you know, my discovery and my healing journey, uh, the liver congestion, the toxicity, the uh, leaky gut, the inflammation that was chronic, the microbiome uh, dysbiosis scenarios. Uh, all playing themselves out in my body because I was raised pharmaceutically, not organically, and switching over my diet, cleaning up. It took me a couple of years with homeopathy and different things that I do. Um, Now, of course, I can help people do what I did in two years, in two months or less, but you get efficient. You get better at it. As you go, you see what works. But the autoimmune aspect of what you've described and or just, hey, look, hyperimmune responses, allergies, which is one phase of that, all point back to what we've discussed thus far. Again, a, a, a permeable gut that is not intact. It, the, the tight junctions are not there. The microbiome itself has been so uh, upset that 
you might have uh, opportunistics, you know, one or two things that are just growing way out of that balance that also creates endogenous toxin production in addition to whatever toxic food you might be eating because you haven't gone organic and non-GMO yet. So all of these things play themselves out and there are many ways to get there back to the health and healing. You found a way that was extraordinary and is extraordinary. Uh, and you're, you're a living example of it as I see in you, because based on you telling me your history and story. And when I first saw you, I'm like, dude, she's a teenager. It's like <laughs> you're doing something that has really reversed the process of premature aging, decay, inflammation. That's chronic. And so uh, I see that in you and I'm excited to, you know, hear your story and I, I appreciate you sharing it. But as I said, my concern is if people find out about what this stuff does and then you got the government da, 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 all coming after go, we can't have that. We need yeah. sick people. We can't profit off of people that are healthy and are not taking our drugs. That's true. You know, um, it's, it's so interesting because whenever we started um, going down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out, okay, well, I have lupus. This person over here has been on uh, prescription strength PPIs for over 20 years, and these are working for her. This person over here had gout. This one over here has type 2 diabetes. You know, all these different things. We're like, what the heck? Why is it something that's helping literally every single person? Mm -hmm. And it's because all disease begins in the gut. Hippocrates yeah. said 2,400 years ago that all disease begins in the gut. Mm -hmm. And crazy is they didn't have the technology that we have nowadays. They didn't have the amazing x-rays and blood work and, you know, panels where you can check all these things. But yet he knew it then. Why wouldn't that be something that would be so advanced that all of us would be incredibly experts on right. you got yeah. and, and be aware of this stuff. Well, number one, it would affect the fact that they put so many chemicals and pesticides on all of our food, even organic. Doesn't mean it doesn't have any chemicals. It just means it has less than the other. You or less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're doing better, but the best thing would be to grow it yourself. But anything that's outside is going to have some level of contamination. Now, the good news is God gave us a brilliant system called the human body and it is resilient. It can it can overcome a lot of challenges, a lot of threats, a lot of uh, even toxic poisons. But there is a limit, and everybody is different in what they can tolerate. But everybody needs a healthy liver. Yeah, I have yet to meet, believe it or not, Laura, the one person who doesn't need a healthy liver. I, I've just not met that person yet. Yeah, you're not going to find animal, right? And so right. when we are raised in a Western mindset, where everything is a toxic poison for profit. And you, you say, hey, you know what? Your liver may be congested. See, this was my journey to health at 24 years of age when I met a homeopathic doctor. Took one look at me in a few minutes and goes, dude, your liver is toxic. He didn't say it that way. He was from Belgium. But <laughs> I was like, what? No one ever said that. Not one doctor. They were only giving me poison and my liver was bad. Oh, really? What can I do? What can I do? And of course, cleaning up what goes in, facilitating the body's re regenerative processes and metabolic processes of, re of normal function, much less optimizing, just getting it back to normal and then eliminating the toxic burden, replenishing the things, as you point out, deficiencies that were clear, clearly there due to malabsorption and or it wasn't there in the diet because the depletion due to chemical farming is so very real of all minerals. Uh, so, yeah, we're at that common place where we all come and converge and go, yep, we've identified the real cause of all this. Here's another pathway out, this pathway, this path. And so everybody's got something to sell there. I understand that. But my bottom line is, does it help you? Are you drawn to it? And, and if it doesn't, it works. God bless you. I'm happy for it. Uh, yeah. So it sounds like you have had that and you are working it and trying to communicate that to others. You know, um, the main thing is, is you have to figure out 
if everybody, okay, so here's the stats. I love numbers. I love facts and statistics. Um, I kind of geek out on all this stuff because I wanted to know why. Why did I get this? Where did it come from? You know, who else has these different things? Is there anything else going on? And the more information that we get, the better off we are. We just don't know what we don't know, right? So while I we have been going through this journey and um, we have so many different people that have, you know, amazing results and stuff like that on something that's easy enough to get them introduced. I can't instantly tell somebody, hey, don't eat sugar. Don't do this. And this, because then people don't stick with it. People don't do it. But if I can give them something that gets them on this track to start their healthier lifestyles, to start them in a direction where they become more and more aware, it's different, right? So right now, as it stands, 2021, the numbers came out that uh, 58% of the U.S. deals with at least one autoimmune disease. Out of that 58%, 42% of them have at least two. That's an actual pandemic. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, weigh those numbers out. And then, of course, as I pointed out in the opening monologue, that uh, we're number one, talk about the United States, number one in what? Not something really good and to be proud of. Number one in taking drugs. Of right. all the nations on planet Earth. And I'm like, since there is not one single drug deficiency disease or syndrome, how did we get duped so thoroughly more than any other country on the on the planet? Yeah, and because we're back, good business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. the business model of disease is disease and it's profiting off of disease and perpetual disease. In fact, I've talked about the disease, not management, which it is disease management, not healthcare, but it's disease creation first, then right. disease management. And so breaking the cycle means we've got to, yeah, abandon the drug model outside yeah. of acute in interventions for life-saving purposes to apply it elsewhere is, is just plain wrong. It's, it's stupid, or I would argue evil, especially when it's done in a monopoly, which we have in the West. And even those that have socialized medical systems si simply have single payer for poisoning their people. It's not a good model. No. The idea is... How do we break that cycle? Oh, yeah. If we have more socialized medicine in America, that's going to help. No. In Canada, all they cover are what? Medical drugs. Same thing. People that want to go out and go holistic, they have to pay out of their own pocket anyway. Same thing in England, United Kingdom. Yep. So the idea of freedom being the, the, the proper response is something that's been relegated to the, oh, you're just mean and nasty. You hate people. You want to kill grandma. Why? Because I believe in freedom. Our grandparents used to believe in freedom. They fought for it. And now you're telling me freedom is the problem? No, it's we medical tyranny rooted in collectivism is the problem. One size fits all. Yeah, this jab, everybody should get it. Really? What drug do you point to to say, doctor, hey, this drug is right for everybody. and Everybody should be on it every day. Oh, well, we no drugs like that. Of course not, but every shot. You start calling them out. You're like, you're a medical moron. I'm not impressed. <laughs> but where do we go with this when we come to that conclusion? Because it's a grand disillusionment when suddenly all of our faith went into modern medicine, not God, but right. man. And then you realize, my gosh, we've been played. We've been duped. They've been played. They've been duped. Some of them are nefarious. Others are just, hey, they believe what they're told because they're programmed in medical school to believe they can uh, drug everything that moves, everything that has a symptom or an emotion. So we're at a crossroads. And I'm hearing more people, and doctors included, nurses included, waking up because of COVID crazy. So there's right. been some good things coming out of the insanity we, we have been through the past few years. I agree. There really has been, um, you know, more negative on things. But the thing that I actually am proud of is that people are understanding that your health is so important. 
The mm -hmm. one thing that I really wish would be taught and people would understand is that if 70% of your immune system is built in your gut, your serotonin is produced in your gut, you know, all these different things, you would have people who understand what depression and anxiety are. Because if it's not going through your vagus nerve from your brain gut connection, that's not healthy. That's a problem, right? You're going to suffer with these symptoms that everybody recognizes. And instead of them thinking, oh, well, I have a mental illness, do you or do you have a gut problem? Let's see what the, the root cause is and teach people to understand and take care of your body. That old saying, you are what you eat. When did that not become a thing anymore? Right. You know, like, when did Laura, that go Here's my diagnostic question when somebody says, well, how do you know if I have liver congestion? And I say this, are you breathing? <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. And, and, and you know, th that's because the toxicological burden, airborne, foodborne, waterborne, et cetera, is overwhelming. Now, again, some people have a stronger system to manage and, and bind and excrete, but there's a limitation to that if we don't have the minerals to, you know, utilize and other things. The, metab the metabolism of the body is altered and we, we use systems of, I guess, redundancy. In other words, something else compensates. We call that adaptation. The adaptation syndrome, those of you who studied Hans Selye, not many people do anymore. Maybe in Europe, they, they know of Selye, but we adapt to survive. We're not thriving, but in adaptation, we're in a chronic state of living, chronicity. It's not ideal, but we're alive. This was my body as a young person being fed baby formula because the doctors in the 1960s said this is better than breast milk. Never mind what God created. Here's this stuff in a powder. Just add water. Give it to your kid. And I was a smart baby. How do I know? because I projectile vomited that stuff out as fast as it was given to me. Like I could read the label and go, mom, that's not for me. But because <laughs> the doctors, the authoritarians that they were, even if they meant well, were like, ma'am, you just need to keep giving it to them. And then eventually the body, it's intelligence, not the baby that I, but the body says, okay, this is all we're getting. If we reject it violently, like a healthy child should do, we will perish in infancy because there'll be nothing. Everything's rejected. So now we find a way to deal with the toxic poisons, however minute, in that formula, tuck them away, and try to find something that we can survive on and grow on and live on. But this is chronic dis-ease, even if we're alive. But people can go to the, the drive through and if they don't at least have diarrhea, they think they're, they're great. No, you're not well. If yeah. you're not throwing it up like Morgan Spurlock and supersize me, you, that's not a good sign when you can eat that food and it goes, well, I'm, God, I'm fine. That's not health. It's not, you know, um, what another thing is, is that there has been a stigma for so long, even with me referring to myself as well, I'm damaged goods. Um, I would have, I would be speaking on stages and all kinds of businesses, all kinds of events and everything. And I would mm -hmm. hide it. I would try and hide my illness. I would try and hide anything like when I was tired or anything and just those five hour energies, sure. they were terrible, but I was trying to do that. Um, but one of the things that somebody would say to me is they'd be like, well, you don't look sick. You don't look like you're in pain. I'm like, well, you don't look stupid, but here we are, you know, <laughs> like, can't help it. Um, yeah. But one of the things is, is be aware. People need to do a self check and understand, Hey, this isn't working right. There's something mm -hmm. off in my body. I wonder what this means. What is it signaling before it gets to the part where you can't hardly get up out of bed before it gets to these things. And if the last few years hasn't taught us anything, but this is that no one else is going to care less about how you feel personally, they are going to worry about, you know, masking everything, covering up and all this stuff. 
they're not going to worry about your mental health. They're not going to worry about your physical health. They're not going to worry about you have to be responsible and be your own activist mm-hmm. on how to handle yourself. I was so fortunate. Yeah. That Robert and Tony fought for me and found mm-hmm. something for me. Right. Well, I've met Tony. Have I met Robert? Is he, is he your no, husband I, now? Yeah. He's my husband now. Yeah. I had to marry him. Cause I mean, he saved my life. Dude, so. He sounds awesome. We'd love to meet Robert. Robert's yeah, a great he, name, by the way. It is a good name, right? Um, so yeah, it and and he moved to Indiana for me even. Wow. So but you know, it's 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 amazing because whenever we see people and we hear these different stories about, you know, I didn't know that that was what's going I was on medicines for this long and this and I just didn't feel like it. I feel so good now. I'm so happy. Like I have my joy back, I have my peace back again. Yeah. You know, a girl wrote a book. Um, about our coffee. Coffee saved my life. And, you know, just so many different things. And I'm like, you know what all of these things have in common? It's people waking up and paying attention to saying, you know what, my body is in dis-ease and I got to mm-hmm. figure something out. Yeah. And and we have to be louder and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know what, that's not normal to not feel good. It's not normal to have inflammation going all through your body. It's not normal to have skin rashes all over us. And and breathing problems, migraines, yeah. it's not normal. And we the only thing I did, the only thing I didn't have growing up were menstrual pains. That's it. Other than that, I had it. <laughs> well, you're very the- lucky yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Laura Oblon, my guest this hour, uh, she's pretty cool, I have to say. I'm enjoying uh, talking to you about this, similar stories, different perhaps generations. But the fact is the principles at play here are sound and solid. And those are the things that don't change. It's people abandoning principle. That's what uh, has brought us to this state of dis-ease as normal, right? We'd like to say it's abnormal, but much of what we've normalized is uh, our varying states of disease and dysfunction, mineral deficiencies, et cetera. Correction of that is straightforward. I think we come to the same conclusion. The methods by which we get there might differ a little bit, but my gosh, if you succeed, my point as a healer is I don't care if it takes it, you do it with one remedy or a hundred. If you get well and you're empowered to do so, I'm applauding you. Now, for those that want to learn more about you, Laura, we have links in the show notes to you. Uh, I think you have a website and you have a group called Nucleogenics as well. We, we've we got links in b- built into the show notes on today's show notes. It is uh, November the uh, 18th, 2022, for you, those of you not sure when this first airs, for those of you that listen later. Uh, Laura, you, you also oh, just got back from England, you said, and uh, I, I do want to talk to you about what you witnessed there, the kind of things that are happening in the media in England. Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. I'm always prepared to learn as much as I can from wherever I am, from as many people as I can. And I really wanted to understand what is going on over here, because talking to a few people that I've known for a long time, they were um, all for, you know, oh, yeah, no, we've all got to get the shot. We've all got to do this. We've all got to do that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. how do you get to that place? So I wanted to figure it out for myself. Went over there and my very first cab ride from the airport over to my hotel the guy started talking about, he's like, oh, you're from America. Well, have you heard of this? What do you think about this? Like, you know, I got three of these shots and I didn't have problems. Now I've got health problems. I didn't have this. He's like, but we're all sheeple, aren't we? He's like, we all just lined up. We rolled up our sleeves and and did this. And we just did this. He goes, but you know what they tell us over here is that if you don't, you're killing other people. And I said, yeah, isn't that crazy? I said, it doesn't make any sense. Somebody jumps off a bridge 
and you don't jump off the bridge. Mm -hmm. I said, are, are you the one who did it? Or are you killing somebody? Because, you know, it's like, and then some of this stuff just really doesn't make any sense. Right. Sure. Goes, so I turned on the news when I got there mm -hmm. and um, I, I don't like turning on TV, but I did because I wanted to see, you know, what the culture is. When they're and I, I turned it off not much much later because the programming and the um, outright, it's not subliminal message. It's just outright. This is what you need to do. And mm -hmm. it's your responsibility to, you know, take care of these people and take care of these people. And, and you have to go get your next booster. And, mm -hmm. you know, if, if this is your fourth or fifth one, it could be saving your family's life. So get your next booster. Yeah, I talked to people that were on five and six of getting a shot. Are you out of your mind? And they've got endometriosis, cardiovascular problems, all kinds of different things. And they were sitting there saying, do you think that this is because of this? Well, yeah, it's because of this. Did you not do your homework before? Okay, well, here's the thing. I can't fix it completely, but we can try and repair some damage that's been done. Let's go on a journey. We can yeah. continue on this and, and do a heavy metal detox. Let's start to do some things that get your body in a repair cycle and yeah, restore a cellular integrity, metabolic functions, right. despite all of the corruption. And again, these these COVID jabs are not vaccines by any real definition, just by right. altering it. What about the economic situation? What did you see on BBC or whatever you turned on? What are they saying about what's going on? Because they're suffering over there big time in Europe. We are we have inflation in the United States, but I don't think it's as bad as what we hear around the world. And of course, you know, Biden wants to blame it's Putin, right? It's all Putin. And they're probably saying that in England as well. What did you see? Yeah, so there, it's it's very disheartening. I will say this: it's very disheartening. I have um, my friends and different people that I met out there. They couldn't afford to even come and see me because their electric bills have jumped two and three times the amount that it had been. And they they keep jumping and jumping up. People are having to move in together with their families because they can't afford to live with a single family anymore. Having to move in with grandparents and parents to be able to put all their money together to to be able to afford to even have their lights on. There are people who don't turn their lights on anywhere because they can't afford to have their lights on. But and by the way, if I may say this, Laura, for those of you in America, this is a thing, this is portends what they're trying to do in America. If the Biden administration and anybody who is a global warming, cooling, climate change alarmist, they will not be happy until you have 100 people living in your home and you'll probably be burning down every forest like we're hearing is happening in Germany where they're cutting down old growth forests just to be able to stay warm because they make it so untenable and impossible to afford basic levels of warming in the winter or cooling in the summer. And this is what is going to happen if you allow the leftist collective Democrat communists, and I'm not saying the Republicans are pure as the driven snow here, but right now this is the full and purpose and overt intent of those that are controlling much of the government here in the United States. They want to see this happen here. Yeah, absolutely. So also the other thing is I turned on the TV and one of the things they were talking about, first thing it was how great the Biden economy has been for the Americans. What? How it that's what I said. I go, You've got to be kidding me. So I turned on my phone and started recording it because I'm like, this what? And they were talking about how um Americans are so deceived thinking that there's this stuff going on like inflation and and, and, you know, uh, and the truth is, is that the Biden administration has improved so many things and we need to be in gratitude for how great the economy has been. And for Britons here who 
our economy oftentimes emulates what the Americans do. And so this should be a real uh, a time of celebration and gratitude. And I'm sitting here like, am I in the twilight zone? What well, is going on? My question is, are they on as many drugs as we're on here in America? Because if they believe yes. that, but that's they the propaganda are. machine. I, you know, I said, I had a, a buddy of mine from Australia who used to work for BBC many years ago, and he's been in, in, in media and he's telling me about how Biden is really good and Trump is evil and Hitler. I'm like, yeah. dude, where are you getting this from? Your talking points are like, don't you know better? You're an investigative journalist. And they turned off their higher faculties of critical thinking or even going beyond critical thinking to messages from God, divine spirit communicating with them going, don't fall for the Hegelian dialectic. They're playing you to control you, to control your future and your present. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things that why, why I was out there is when I would talk to people, a friend of mine had cancer six years ago. Uh, she went through radiation and chemo and all this stuff, you know, because she was scared at first and she made it through it. Ever since then, she has had horrible pain, all kinds of different things. And they have her on so much medication because of the cancer. They have to continue treatment for cancer for so many years after they are considered in remission. So I'm like, wait, hold on. How many pills and stuff are you taking? What do you mean you're having to do treatment still? She goes, well, yeah, because of, of the other stuff, like you have to do this, this long of treatment. Yeah, I have to be on these pills. Well, I have to take um, mm -hmm. anti- um, antibiotics and suppressants and all these things. I go, well, Pip, no wonder you're in so much pain. I'm like, no wonder you're doing this. Like your body cannot repair itself. It, it's not allowed to even try, you know, it's like whenever my, my biggest takeaway though, from my entire trip, my biggest takeaway is that people are hungry for information. People yeah. want to know what they don't know. They want people to care. And they recognize that something is not right. They recognize that the government that they thought was, you know, great and glorious. And, you know, the queen is just the best thing since sliced bread and all this stuff doesn't matter what he, she, any of them say it's, it's like truth. It's fact, right? Now they're starting to wake up and say, you know what? My body doesn't feel right. This yeah. doesn't feel right. I don't agree with what they're saying over here to me. And I, I want information. We, we are really clinging for information. So we've got to get them more information. We're going to start a, a, a tour over there to wake up um, mm -hmm. the UK. Well, and let me know. I, I have lots of friends and family over there. I'd love to help wake them up. So you let me know. But my gosh, you know, we do the red pill here, right? You know, this is the Matrix movie. That's yeah. G. Edward Griffin, the Red Pill Expo. The red pill is not approved by any government agency anywhere. The blue pill, fully endorsed by Health Canada, the FDA, uh, the NHS in England. And if you want to keep going down that toxic road of killing yourself via government approval, then, you know, you're probably not here on the Robert Scott Bell Show listening regularly. You show up and you're like in fear of like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what they're saying. But, yeah, we don't we don't kowtow. We don't bow down to false authority here. And ultimately, I would encourage you to reconnect to the source of all wisdom and all healing. That is your divinity, your connection to God. Divine spirit can communicate with you beyond even the mind. For those of you that worship people with medical degrees, I feel bad for you. I once did, and I was in trouble because of it. Laura no, doesn't do that anymore, I can see. And uh, we, we will have to talk some more off the air. I love uh, your, your, your spirit about you. Your journey has been extraordinary, and it's helping. I know so many people. Anything else you want to relate before we got to move on to hour two? But I'm, I like said thoroughly enjoyed having you on today. Thank you. You know, I would tell everybody, just keep fighting. Keep telling people 
the truth and don't hold back when you're like, well, I don't think they want to hear it. You know what? Tell somebody, hey, be your own advocate, work to figure out what's going on. And you can't stop because if even just one person wakes up because of you, it would be worth it. So that's our mission. That's my dream. And um, together we can really, really get this place back on track. I believe it. Beautiful, Laura. Shout out to your husband, Robert. Hopefully we'll connect one day. And Tony yeah. Freeman, if you're out there listening, we appreciate yeah. you for connecting Laura to this great healing. Uh, so links are up in the show notes at robertscatbell.com to Laura and uh, that new Cleogenics. And maybe we could follow up again off the air, talk some more. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on here, you guys. All right, that's Laura Oblon. And of course, the, you know, the things we do to red pill you, it's like, no, we're not doing it for you. You're here, you tuned in. Somebody shared it with you. Give them a big hug and say thank you because this is the, you know, it's kind of like a, a Terminator movie. Come with me if you want to live, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you want to thrive, not just live. That's what we're all about. The folks at Trinity School of Natural Health are also that as well, about that. Body, mind, spirit healing. And if you're a physician, a medical doctor, if you're a nurse, you're also welcome to, to trinityschool.org to learn the things you did not learn in your modern medical, pharmaceutical, flexor report horse blinders, drug horse blinders. You want to learn the real healing? That's where your patients are going. They want to get help. Just like Laura said, people want to know. And so there are ways to go about that. There are things that are happening. There are good people out there. Yeah, just kind of planting the seeds for you to go, you know what? You could uh, you could go down a different path and it'd be a better path. I had to come to that conclusion myself because I had to suffer enough to wake me up to make me oh, maybe considering eating better. Like I went organic at the age of 24. Yeah, I know. That's just too radical, isn't it? Eat clean. And even that's not perfect. But every time you reduce the, the burden inflow, your body can pay you back a thousandfold because that is the brilliance, majesty, and strength that God gives you in this body. You honor it by giving it what it needs. You dishonor it, even in ignorance, by giving it toxic poison and expecting, God, just help me. Just pray for healing. I prayed for healing. I didn't get a magic lightning bolt from the sky. Eventually, I was sent a healer, a teacher, a physician, doctor, who could teach me how to heal myself. And if your doctor is not teaching you how to heal yourself, he or she is not worthy of whatever money or insurance you're spending on him or her. And remember the litmus test to determine if that doctor is worth his weight or her weight. You know what I'm saying? Ask him or her, how, how often do you have a bowel movement? And if they're, if they're going less than you, fire them before it's trouble because you know what they're full of. Folks, there are a lot of good people, a lot of good companies out there. We try to highlight and spotlight them to empower you to make better decisions for your health, for the health of your children, your grandchildren yet to be born even. And you have that power. It's not something I give you. It might be just a reminder, like I remind myself at the end of every hour. And when I reveal next hour, something that's been identified that may be the source and cause of all the sudden death and all the cardiac events, three, another three-letter designation. We'll get into that. You might know what it is. A friend of mine may have coined it. I'm not sure. We're going to find out. But what is a B V. Yeah, no, I know. We're going to talk about it. Just stand by, tell your friends to join us. It's going to be very important and a whole lot more right here on the Robert Scott Bell show, where I remind you that the power to heal is yours.
Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Right. Heading into the weekend on a, I think, a wonderful nutritional empowering note. And uh, Laura Oblon was wonderful. Uh, I just enjoyed uh, her stories uh, and the things that she has discovered in her young life. As I said, I still believe she's a teenager, right? She's been through all of that. Really? No, she has. Uh, but you can see that. Uh, these are the folks that, you know, resonate what they believe and they live as they believe. And I love that. Appreciate that. So we got a whole lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Again, shout out to our friends at Nutritional Frontiers. Remember the code RSB15. Get you 15% off even sale items. They have sales every month. And because you're part of the Robert Scott Bell Show family, they offer that double dipping option for you. RSB15. RSB15. Also, stop poisoning your uh, family, your pets, your kids, and yourself with pesticides. If you got a bug problem in the house in the winter, you can use Orange Guard. Delimiting-based Pest control. Delimiting is actually found to be anti-cancer, not pro-cancer. And it won't harm your kids or your pets either. And I utilize that. OrangeGuard.com. You can go to your local Ace Hardware, your Whole Foods, or just order online, OrangeGuard.com. And uh, you'll have a lovely orange-smelling place that will not be infested with a lot of fleas and ants and roaches and things. That's a good way to do it. Omri listed for certified organic agriculture as well. So I can use it in my growing, in my greenhouse as well, if if if, if I need it. Anyway, uh, uh, Super Don, I was going to say, I kind of hinted at it last hour a little bit about identifying the cause of a lot of what's going on right now. And, and I just read this in a thread this morning. It looks promising. It looks very promising in terms of identification. It's another three-letter designation. They try, everybody's abbreviating everything nowadays. So all the cool kids do it. But identifying what is the cause of sudden you know, onset death, right? Sudden death syndrome, SADS, cardiac events in kids. Apparently, it's this abbreviated thing called ABV. ABV. And, of course, you think V, it's got to be a virus, right? Because that's all another three-letter disease. Yeah. ABV. Right, right. Another virus, of course. But it's not. It's, in fact, it's not RSV. Nope, it's not RSV, but ABV. And I'm going to reveal it to you. I would say yeah, maybe around the bottom of the hour because I want to give you time to stew on it and think, think of it. Maybe you already know what it is and you can let me know who identified it. I think I know who it is, but I will mention that uh, at the bottom of the hour. I, that's my plan anyway uh, today, sometime this hour for sure. What does and, ABV and stand ABV. for? Yeah. Uh, and apparently, again, it, it, it's causing everything. Sudden deaths, ABV. Hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, whatever like an exclusive thing here that we're revealing here on the show, maybe the first time you've heard it in broadcast media, that's true. You know, if you have a new strange anomaly disease manifesting, uh, you might want to look into ABV and again, I will reveal it. I'm just, you know, I'm double checking the sources, but I think by the bottom of the hour, I'll have it, have it down. And I think we should put it out there to the, uh, the listeners, the viewers. If you do, you guys, you know what this is. you've heard you know of it. what this is. ABV. ABV stands for something, but not virus. V does not stand for virus. So huh. uh, we'll get to that. I just, you know, I got to lay that out there. By the way, you didn't get the uh, newsletter out today yet, have you? It just went out like like two out? minutes ago. Did you pick a poll question of the day? I did. Yeah. I don't have the visual on it. No, just tell tell us what it is. If you don't mind? Because I'm curious. Okay. Uh, today's poll question of the day. Mm-hmm. Decided to go not serious today. Oh, good. Friday. We need not serious. Which is the most important Thanksgiving side dish? 
Oh, there you go. The most important Thanksgiving side dish. The options I gave you are mashed potatoes. Okay. Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. Yams. Yuck. Mm, uh, green bean. No, yuck. Green bean casserole. Ooh, green bean. Yuck. Sorry. Yuck. Uh, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. I had some of that today. Yeah, you would, see, this is, this is you torturing me on my day of fasting. Uh, you had stuffing. to have that. What did you say? <laughs> stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah, you get stuffed. You like Thanksgiving stuffing? I do like Thanksgiving What's your stuffing? favorite kind of stuffing? I didn't know there were different kinds. What kinds are... Well, like you introduced me to the everything bagel. Really? Yeah, so is there an everything... Cornbread stuffing's the best. Oh, no, I don't know cornbread. I like cornbread, but not a stuffing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you're from the South and you don't know there's different kinds of stuffing? No. You it's know, wrong with you. boy growing up in the South. What did I know? What's wrong now, with you? All how right. about like sourdough as a basis? Because Is that a stuffing? You can sourdough? make sourdough. Sure you could. Okay. That'd probably be pretty I'll, good. I don't think I've ever I'll had it. That. I choose I, that. Then. I think that's it is fun. a thing. So anyway, that's what the poll question is. But thanks for lighting it up and, of course, making it about food today. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to yeah. do that to you. Oh, oh, yeah. really? Look at that. It's cheesecake. Yeah. Sorry. I said yesterday it was okay. Not today. Not today. What was her, What was the name of her cheesecake place? Beloved Cheesecakes. Beloved. And she's in Oregon? Silverton, Oregon. Silverton, Oregon. Um, you know, I'd like to jump ahead to a comment of the day that was related to this. I think that'd be kind of interesting to, to bring that up if you don't mind. <clears throat> I know it's sort of out of sequence, but what the heck. It's my show, as you say. I can do that. Uh, let's see. Comment of the day. This one's from Mike and Debbie. And it relates to yesterday's guest. She and he, he and she, Mike and Debbie, say, we've been to their location a couple of times. Delicious. First time we went, when the ridiculous mandates were fraudulently in effect, then the family all stopped in after our hike at Silver Falls this past summer. Beautiful little place. And both times we were there, the staff were wonderful and friendly. Happy they are only 30 minutes down the road. They aren't organic, but on rare occasions, we do make exceptions. Happy Friday from Mike mm -hmm. and Debbie. Well, and that's Mike awesome. and Debbie, actually, they sent a picture just to prove that they were not making it up. So apparently yeah. this is, uh, they've got Jen Jacobson's business card there. Wait, let and, me see that. Sorry, I, I pressed a button. There it is. Jen Jacobson, cheesecake therapist. Cheesecake therapist. You know that? Everyone der deserves to be beloved. Yeah, there beloved cheesecakes. Now, I mentioned to her, and I think the vegan one may be uh, at least partially organic. Uh, so that's an option. And and if there was enough demand for it, because Oregon is pretty crunchy in terms of, uh, you know, organic access, I don't think it would be unreasonable to go, hey, uh, do you have an organic version? I'll pay extra. I would do it. Yeah. So we're going to try the vegan one well, here before Thanksgiving. When I, uh, yeah, when I, when I emailed her last night, great graciously, yes. gracious, very gracious, yeah. Yes. Lee, mm -hmm. uh, emailed her and I, I put on there, requested that you get the vegan, the vegan one. Yeah. Cause I have some, some vegetarian friends that are coming over for Thanksgiving. That's the plan. So we want to give them an option. Right. Now here's a question mm -hmm. that I have and, and not, not, not knocking people who are vegan, whatever no, you, sure. you enjoy, whatever it is you choose to eat That's yeah. your choice, right? Freedom mm -hmm. of choice. Yes. Uh, vegan would mean that it doesn't have cream cheese in it. Right. Then it'd have to be some kind of alternative to that, probably. So yeah. I hate to break it to you, dude. What? But if you're eating a vegan cheesecake, the only thing that's even what? remotely close to cheesecake 
in that yeah. cheesecake is yeah. the name. Because are you are you going to go off on that? Because you can't make a cheesecake about- without cream cheese in it. It just you know, I mean, just yeah. it, you can you can say so, it's a you can you can look at it and go that's a cheesecake and convince yourself that you're eating a cheesecake, but you're not really eating a cheesecake. Man. Okay, thanks sorry. for raining on my parade or my guest parade next week. I'm sorry, it's just you know, you're just, you're just mean. You're just like vindictive. I'm just what yeah, I'm that? just keeping it real. You're keeping it, it real. It, it, there's there's no cheese in the cheesecake. It's not cheesecake. That's just not nice. You don't have to do that. I, I take my cheesecake seriously. You know what? We're going to create a vaccine for you for your cheesecake receptor so you no longer get pleasure eating cheesecake. How's that? How's that feel? I wouldn't do that, by the way. <laughs> that was kind of like the opioid receptor kind of vaccine, and then it would ruin all potential. I mean, pleasure. listen, am I wrong? What? No, I know. Okay, thank but you. I, look, I'm trying to be accommodating, you know, to the guests that Convince are vegetarian. Yourself you're eating cheesecake, and that's all it takes. Yeah. Okay. doesn't mean it doesn't taste good. No, that's true. I'm sure it does. All right. So we'll, we'll reveal ABV as a cause of just about everything nowadays uh, in a moment. But uh, first up, uh, the G20 leaders are promoting, guess what? Global vaccine passports so you can move mm-hmm. around. Right. Even though we said, nah, we're not playing along with that. Although in the height of COVID, a lot of people were. This article at the Defender, the, uh, and it's re- repeating uh, what the Epoch Times has revealed. Leaders of the group of 20 on Wednesday issued a joint declaration promoting a global standard on proof of vaccination for international travel and calling for the establishment of global digital health networks that build on existing digital COVID-19 vaccine passport schemes. Folks, if you do not stop digital IDs, the last of what you think you have in freedom is going to be gone. And Bobby Kennedy brought that up too. He said the moment you accept a vaccine passport is the moment all of your rights become privileges and they will revoke them based on your behavior. And if your behavior is not completely in line with masking, jabbing, distancing, drugging, on and on it goes, much less believing what they want you to believe in terms of your religious beliefs, or political beliefs, all of that, it's over. You must draw that line in the stand and, sand and mean it on the digital IDs because then it's over if they succeed. I'm not saying they will, but if you go to sleep on this one, they will attempt it again and again, again, until they get their way. Now, we have a couple of video clips. In fact, this first one is from, I think, a premier or prime minister of Indonesia. So you could say goodbye to Bali, those of you who like Bali, if, if this guy succeeds, talking about vaccine passports for movement He's about the Minister of Health, I think he is. Minister of Health in, in Indonesia. I've got his name here. Hold on. Okay. This, this could be fun. His name is... Um, Dude, what's his name? Hold on. Don't leave me hanging. It's a very special name. Is it? Booty? Booty? Booty Sadikin. Booty Sadikin. He is the Minister of Health and an ex-banker, of course. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. I love the banksters. Here's what he has to say. So let's have a digital health certificate acknowledged by WHO. If you have been vaccinated or tested properly, then you can move around. So for the next pandemic, instead of stopping the movement of the people 100%, which clogged the economy globally, you know, you can still provide some movement of the people. Indonesia has achieved, G20 country has agreed to have this digital certificate using WHO standard, and we will submit into the next, the 
uh, World Health Assembly in Geneva as the revision to international health regulation. So hopefully for the next pandemic, we can still see some movement of the people, some movement of the goods and movement of the economy. Now, you think about the Biden administration and Biden. He'd be all for that. And does anybody doubt that Biden would be like, yeah, let's do that? Seriously, anybody? You're going to argue that now you may hate Trump. You may be deranged Trump hater. And again, we are not Trump sycophants here. But one thing he did that was good was at least temporarily pulling us out of the World Health Organization. I would just eliminate all that treaty altogether because they are a criminal organization bound to the pharmaceutical construct of world domination. And this guy from uh, uh, Indonesia is, is all in. And he says, we, we, can not, we won't have to shut down all travel, but we will allow you to travel if you accept the next round of COVID jabs or whatever they would be, mRNA injections. Then you're free to travel. And how many people regret their decision? This is the big question again. Does anybody you know, anybody you know regret not taking the jab or jabs? I've not made one person that says, darn, I wish I would have taken the jab. Not one, but everybody that's taken it. Many of them regret it. Those that are still alive, I'm speaking of, of course. Now, this would go to the next level of lunacy when it comes to carbon, right? You are a spewer of carbon. Therefore, you should kill yourself. This is, you know, basically the message that they're sending to young people. It's the end of the world as we know it only if you off yourself. This is a Greta Thunberg special. Don't make me be happy. I cannot be happy in this time. You, you've ruined it for all of us. And yet what they're trying to do is destroy your ability to have any joy in life, whether it be an opioid vaccine in response to fentanyl or whether it be the lack of oil flowing into your country or the, make, the making of it so limited that it can't be afforded. So now you are living 100 people under the roof and burning old growth forests just to stay warm this winter, like it's happening in Europe and Germany. And so listen to this next clip. It's a short clip of another one of these World Economic Forum, World Bank people, globalist communist agendas on the global warming, climate change, global cooling, you call it what you want, anything but what it really is. A scheme to take over planet Earth and make you a slave and eliminate a, a lot of us along the way. Because it's a great big club, as George Carlin said, and you ain't in it. Play this. Where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. They tell you exactly what they intend to do. An individual carbon footprint tracker. What are you doing? In the meantime, all of these people flying to Davos or flying into Egypt right now for the G or for the uh, you know global warming summit, whatever they're calling it now, the environment stuff, flying in on private jets, spewing out all the things they say you're guilty of just for breathing. You should kill yourself. How does anybody fall for this? Well, propaganda. What works? Bernays knew it. They know exactly how to play you. And the question is. Will your friends and family members that have yet to awaken, to yet to have taken the red pill, can we reach them in time or is it already too late for them? I don't know. We're here for them if they ever reach their hand out in sincerity. But we have to look to, to salvage the, the freedom we have and then regain it step by step, inch by inch. Because as you see, what they're intending to do on a globalist uh, level is in. Institute, not only vaccine digital ID passports, 
but individual carbon footprint trackers. And they will shut you down and lock you down from the world or the local economy. Either, well, how do they do it? If you're using gold and silver, or some of you argue for decentralized cryptocurrency that they're trying to destroy, as you know, it's harder for them to shut you down. But if you're forced to use a mandatory legal tender, whether it be the U.S. dollar or some other uh, special drawing right, SDR from the World Bank and IMF, and it's all digitally tracked and connected to either your phone or something they've implanted in you, you're done. It's your toast. You are living in the brave new world. But if you don't want to see that for yourself, your kids, your grandkids, you will say enough. If anybody even posits the thought that they're supportive of digital identification, of vaccine passports, of carbon footprint tracking devices, anybody foist this idea of climate change, global warming, and for that we need to shut you down and stop you from doing anything, including breathing, you must stop them in their tracks. Because they will stop at nothing until you are a slave or dead or both. I know that's a harsh thing to say on a Friday going into the weekend, but I, I simply must. I don't want you to see that. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'm saying if you don't do something to stop it, yeah, they have an opportunity to gain a foothold, and it might be the foothold that is on your neck or your kid's neck, enabling them to not breathe very well, to say the least. New Zealand has already set up international travel vaccine certificate. Some are calling it a Ponzi scheme at the Brownstone Institute. Why? Because this is a scheme to profit for those in government by those that control them in government. That is largely what? The pharmaceutical industrial complex, the great evil that was born out of the demon spawn of IG Farben, Nazi Germany, the global pharmacia, pharmaceutical industrial complex. And all it is is a transfer of wealth from the people of a given country, its wealth, to these global elites running a drug racket. And if you ever get to see David Martin's um, documentary video about this history, how all of these international banksters are drug dealers. From the beginning of the bank, well, bank in England, you go to Rothschild's up, we can go to the bank in the, you know, the federal banks or the central banks in America that John Thomas Jefferson warned us against. You'll find that they were all founded on drug money. Now, of course, they've made it legal and sanctioned and made it a monopoly that the only thing you're allowed to do if you have an ailment, illness, emotion is to use their form of medicine, drugs approved by the Fear and Death Administration in the United States and various agencies, depending on what country you're listening uh, to the Robert Scabell show in right now. It's all about drug cartels. Comes right back to that. And open borders, bring on the drugs. The, the ones that are not FDA approved, but technically they are. Fentanyl was FDA approved. We're just going to bring it in through the southern border and hook everybody on. And then we'll bring you a vaccine, courtesy of the same manufacturers of those fentanyls. And that same agency will approve those vaccines that are not vaccines. That will also usher in the, your demise and death. But hey, be grateful because you can always eat lab-grown meat. That's right. Regulators are now going thumbs up for human consumption of lab-grown meat. Schmeat, as we like to call it here. Sheets of meat. The U.S. FDA for the first time cleared a meat product grown from the animal cells, from animal cells for human consumption. Good for vegetarians? I think not. 
Good for people who eat meat? I don't think so. The world is experiencing a food revolution, and the FDA is committed to supporting innovation in the food supply, according to Robert, Robert Califf. That's not a Robert I like. And Susan Main, director of the FDA Center for Food Safety and Applied Nutrition. So let's, let's artificially induce meat by, what, manufacture? I mean, it's bad enough that there are factory farms using real animals. But here now you're artificially creating something that what is the end result? How much genetic engineering is involved in this? Cultivating genetically altering chickens into this stuff. What is this? Super Don, are you signing up for this? You want some of this for uh, Thanksgiving, buddy? Anytime soon. No, I no. don't. I don't anticipate that I'll be eating lab grown meat. FDA I just, looking out for you. It doesn't, I don't know. It's like, why? I understand why the, their reasoning for it. Not that I agree with it, but I understand they, you know, it's like, well, you know, if we create it in a lab, then, you know, it's, you don't have to worry about cruelty to animals. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, uh, uh, pollution and, and problems with, you know, consumption of uh, natural resources and, Oh yeah, but how much chicken uh, farts? I guess there won't be any, you know, destroying the ozone or whatever. But it's like um, a battery technology superdome, like the electric cars. You know, like oh, it'll save the world. In the meantime, they're raping the planet for rare earth minerals. How much oil are they burning and polluting uh, in the atmosphere to create this stuff? You know, here's here's the thing. The way I understand it, mm -hmm. unless they, something really interesting has happened recently and changed the the, the details of this. Yeah, it is so expensive. Mm -hmm. The cost of creating lab-grown meat is is mm -hmm. something that's just like beyond what anybody would pay at this point. Yeah, but why is um, it so expensive? Could it be because it, it's it's an energy-intensive product? How no, much oil does just, it have to burn to dude, produce? Dude, I mean, to 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 create enough meat mm -hmm. to satisfy the needs and the, the the desires of the people on the planet. Yeah, uh, it takes forever to grow enough lab-grown chicken. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't make sense. It's it's not a cost effective at this point. So I think what this does, but if with the FDA clearing the company to produce it, mm -hmm. all they're doing is just opening the door yeah. for them to to make it. Yeah, uh, but you know, available at some point. Let, let me ask you this, Super D. Of and, and I can't see you behind the the website. There. I'm hiding and, behind the lab grown I, chicken. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm behind the lab grown chicken. <laughs> the chicken. How many of you meat eaters out there? Be honest, right? If you eat animal protein, are clamoring for this product. Are going, dude? I am just. I can't wait for lab-grown meat to come out. Not so I don't. Lot. No, this is not a product that the free market is demanding. This is an artificial product, yes, but it's an artificial demand that they're going to create by making it untenable and impossible to produce what animals for consumption. Now, again, this is not getting into a philosophy of, of animal cruelty and things like that. But just think about this. This is so far from the free market. It's an artificial market that they want to force down your throats, no pun intended here, that nobody really wants. Nobody's clamoring for. Except maybe people that want to go, oh, we don't like that you use animals in this way, in any way. Freedom does not demand this. Freedom would not come up with this. This is an innovation that is not required, not needed, and it will be inevitably a disaster, including of environmental proportions. Because man's arrogance, it, it just knows no limits. And it's so stupid what they do. And I think this is another layer of stupid. Ah, all right. Good Lord. I'm trying to lighten it up on a Friday. And then I have this story and that story and that story. <laughs>
think we did some fun stuff today. I think there was good, good information that was brought out today, actually. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, mm. Okay. What do you want to do here? We're at the bottom of hour two. Well, I do want to remind folks about the, the Trinity Health Freedom Expo. That is going to be the virtual version where you'll have access to everything we did in October in Chicago area. And it'll be online through the Whova app, et cetera. And there'll be additional uh, lectures presented and we'll have uh, additional live um, panel discussions on health freedom and other things. So that's trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com. Sign up to be part of that, please, please, please. Also reminding you of other upcoming events. Just uh, yesterday, talked with Tia Severino for the next Next Steps conference. And it looks like it's like the 22nd through the 25th in Atlanta area. I don't know where specifically of 2023. So I'm invited to speak at that. So it looks like we got another trip to Atlanta. I'll get to see mom. It'll be awesome. And hopefully you guys can plan to be there as well. We don't know where the next Red Pill Expo is going to be, but it's going to be, looks like early June. And they're asking, you know, for suggestions too. But you can also access the Red Pill Expo that we just had, much less get tickets for the new one at the same price before inevitably inflation takes its toll and it becomes much more quote unquote expensive to go. So you can buy those tickets. Those links are up. Super Don, I hope they're still up. Um, a link to the Red Pill Expo that we have a special, you know, connection to. I will. Well, I took it out of the upcoming upcoming events because it was over. Yeah, they can still access the the event though. I think for a little while. So I would say you can put it back up even though it's over. It okay, yeah, I can do that. as long as it's the right link so they can get tickets. Uh, so you can watch it. I think it's so well worth it. The presentations were just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Again, our friends at CBDNF, that's Nutritional Frontier, CBDNF.com. That's the certified organic U.S.-grown hemp CBD products we utilize here, including their innovative transdermal delivery system, the Hemp Boost, which is a phenomenal product. Those of you that, I know it's passe. Oh, hemp, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's a big deal when it's the right form and it's clean and it's validated. And they even have gummies. You guys haven't gotten it yet. Then go use the code RSB15 when you sign up. And take advantage of sale prices that happen from time to time and double dip over at nutritionalfrontiers.com and all they have. And they've got a lot of education events coming up too. Hopefully I can be at at least one or more of them. I love what they're doing at Nutritional Frontiers. Real quality, third-party validated products as well. Nutritionalfrontiers.com. All right. I don't know what other announcements we need to make, but I know we've got, uh, well, you know what I did say I was going to do at the bottom of the hour? Hmm. I was, did anybody comment at all on oh, a right. ABV? Yeah. You know what? I don't think I saw any, anybody let me, comment on let me what check the other is. chat room here. The new on. cause for sudden death syndrome, uh, cardiac events and kids. It's like the new cause for just about anything. That's a, a new disease that they want to uh, explain away. Uh, they figured uh, it looks out. like they we had, it. we had one, one guess. Yeah. And this is from Steven. He thinks that ABV stands for allopathic brain vaccine. No, or no vacation. That's not vaccine. Allopathic, allopathic brain, vacation. brain vacation. Yeah. That's even better. Or vacancy or vaporization. Or vaporization. Yeah, that's probably uh closer than uh closer than most that have come up with nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> do you know do you know whatever new ailment, strange ailment you have is caused by ABV? ABV. All those sudden deaths also caused by ABV. And you want to know what ABV is, don't you? What is ABV? It stands for anything but vaccines. Oh. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. 
How often have they said, we don't know what it is, but we know it's not the vaccine. Right. ABV has been a common cause of a lot of ailments a for lot of things. decades, not just in at the COVID era. It's we know we don't know what it is, but we know what it's not. So we know what it is. It's anything but vaccines. ABV is the new cause for just about any, anything and everything. Tell me I'm wrong. Now, by the way, I saw this in an email thread. Uh, and uh, my friend Sophia Carstens, who, you know, we've had her on uh, talking about the real Anthony Fauci book, right, from uh, that great bookseller. What's the name of the bookseller that put out the book? We've had them on. and uh, Skyhorse Publishing, I think. Skyhorse Publishing, right, yeah. yeah. So Sophia Carstens, and I don't know if she came up with that, honestly, the ABV, anything but vaccines, but it's brilliant. And I think that we, in, in, in those of us who use language, and try to find ways to creatively communicate to help break the cycle of cognitive dissonance. Maybe that would help. So Sophia, shout out for you, at least for bringing it to my attention. If anybody asks what's causing it, we all know it's ABV. And then you tell your, your true believing blue pill friends what ABV is. It's anything but vaccines and watch them nod their head. Yeah. Okay. It's anything but vaccines. Yes. Cause it's such a scientific, uh, know conclusion we don't know what it is but we know what it isn't and it's anything but vaccine so y'all put that out there see how it lands abv the new cause for everything and we'll carry on with the show right now pardon me what is this story another f story story about the f man fauci the defender is reporting according to a mercola article what doesn't fauci want us to know we may soon find out Apparently, a federal court ruled that Dr. Anthony Fauci and other government officials must testify under oath about whether they colluded with big tech to censor certain users and viewpoints. I mean, we all know that happened, but we're trying to make it in front of everybody. Uh, little bullet points to these things. I'll just go them through them real quick. Then we can drop Fauci like a, a piece of turd that he is. Did I say that? I know it's mean. Don't say that. But, I mean, that's an insult to turds. In the summer of 2022, a lawsuit was filed by the attorneys general of Missouri and Louisiana against the federal government, including Dr. Fauci. We've covered that. The lawsuit alleges that the U.S. government colluded with big tech giants, Twitter, Meta, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and LinkedIn to censor certain viewpoints by labeling them as misinformation or disinformation. And then they say malinformation. In September of 2022, a federal judge ordered Fauci and other officials to turn over emails with five social media firms. Now, a federal court has taken it a step further, ruling that Fauci and other officials must testify under oath at depositions about whether they colluded with big tech to censor certain users. Finally, bullet point here, the suit gives multiple examples of Fauci's roles in suppression of free speech, including the related to the lab leak theory of COVID-19's origin, COVID-19 jab shots, and the efficiency of masks and COVID-19 lockdowns. None of us will be surprised when we find out he and others have colluded. But I would go a little bit earlier in this because this collusion has been going on once again for decades and decades and decades. I know most people that are new to the party because of COVID woke them up. And you're welcome here. Not dissing on you. But we were covering the Fauci criminal behavior back in the era of HIV, AIDS, and AZT. The scam that AZT was. The scam that HIV is. And he's been, his, his fingerprints are all over that. He's responsible for, my opinion, hundreds and thousands, maybe millions of deaths long before COVID. I would not want to be this guy crossing over to the other side. The things that he's responsible for, the things that he's being called to the carpet for, so to speak, by God, 
It may not happen in this lifetime, even with this kind of revelation within the courts, forcing him to testify under oath. He might plead the fifth on all of it. I don't know. But he's not the only one. We have an entire system in the Western world set up to disempower you and victimize you and suppress you from knowing about things, much less once you know about them, speaking about them. Yesterday on the show with Jonathan Emord, who, by the way, please donate emord4va.com. We want Jonathan Emord to declare his official candidacy right now. It's an exploratory committee uh, to run for the United States Senate out of Virginia to defeat Tim Kaine two years hence. But until that point, he's got the exploratory committee. He knows as well as anybody else that uh, the assault on freedom of speech didn't just happen with the collusion of Fauci and Burks and others, Walensky, whoever, with WHO, CDC, NIH, NIAD, FDA, you name it, all of that. Didn't start in COVID. For decades and decades and decades, they've been suppressing your freedom to speak about the truth about things that can actually genuinely heal or bring healing to your body or eliminate the things that cause disease, that is, eliminating the drugs primarily that do. Freedom of speech has been something that has been an endangered species for a long time in the United States of America. I'd love it if everybody took the, the spirit and intention of Michael Badnarik, no longer with us in this physical incarnation, to say, you know what, free speech, you want to tell me it's a free speech zone over there? Well, you know what, wherever I'm standing is a free speech zone. And we must be willing to speak out. Yes, there are consequences to doing so, especially in a, what would we call it, artificial economy, one where they've de- uh, limited the Constitution to act only in a certain little area, and the rest of the area is commerce, admiralty, equity, the law that is not common. And in that area, they relegate free speech to the dustbin of history. Now, as long as you are speaking approved talking points by government, FDA approval, you're fine. You're good promoting drugs, promoting vaccines, even if they aren't validated with sound science. But the moment you attempt to val- validate, in fact, utilize validated peer-reviewed articles about some natural ingredient, some dietary supplement ingredient, mineral or otherwise, that can prevent, cure, treat, mitigate disease of any kind, you will find out how fast you don't have freedom of speech in America. This is the kind of thing I've been talking about since I opened up the microphone in 1999 when, it, when this show was called Jumpstart Your Health. And there were people that just yelled and screamed, oh, that's not true. You're making it up. People can say what they want. Doctors can say what they want. No, back then they couldn't even. Doctors were assaulted by their own profession, their own licensing boards, for daring to utilize, much less promote substances that weren't chemo, radiation, or surgery for cancer, for instance. And as I said, I made a conscious decision not to sell any products on this show, which could be argued... Could I have made millions of dollars over the course of 23 years broadcasting had I sold products? I think that's a a reasonable thing to say. Uh, And I'm not butthurt about it because I don't live for making zillions of whatever. I don't think that's happiness necessarily. It's sure and it's fine that we're not afraid of having money come in and we're grateful for all your support. That's not the point of what I'm saying here. But I said my mission that I perceive it is important for me to do with a clear conscience is to communicate and empower you with information that the fear and death administration does not want you to know that the FTC, the federal trade commission would not want me to communicate to you. And if I was selling a product that I was talking about, then suddenly their teeth would be all over this. They'd be biting me in the butt. 
And I made this my mission, a healing ministry, to make it as difficult as possible for them to go, oh, we can't have you say those things, and here's why. You're profiting off of them. You're making money. You're selling products. I'm not. I haven't, and I'm, I won't because, well, the setup is there, but it's not what's most important to me, selling stuff. Getting you things that you need to empower you to be well includes, yeah, buying stuff, unless you can make everything that we talk about here. But that's the nature of our economy as well. People have, have innovations, they have products, they have services that can help. Not all of it's a scam, not all of it's a ruse. And certainly the things we promote here are not that, but put them to the test. That's all I ask you to do. Find out if it works for you. I will share if it works for me and I'm, I'll be happy to share enthusiastically about it that I think it would work for you. But even if you do not, none of the things that we talk about here or promote, my plea to you would be to go beyond anybody trying to sell you something, whether it be through your own homework, research, and due diligence, but even beyond that, your mental capacity to investigate and to come to conclusions, your critical thinking skills, even beyond that, is to be directed by that which has given you life, reconnecting you to the source of all real wisdom beyond all the mental constructs that we are told to worship, which is not worthy of your worship. Degrees for instance, not the same as it once might've been, but to reconnect to the source of all of healing, all of the healing, your divinity, your connection to the most divine, to God, to spirit, whatever you call it, however you perceive it. And then it, and if, and then it falls into, Hey, you know what? I'm directed by that. Even if I don't understand it fully engaged mentally and it's fine to do so, but you'll always be guided to that, which is in your best interest. That is uplifting and healing to you. Now, because of choices I made, even in ignorance, some of the choices I made were harmful to me or that my parents made. This is not me blaming them, mom, dad, or anybody. We only know what we know. We act on the information. But I think in the COVID area, crazy cycle we've been through, we realize that most of the information is suspect. You know, and that's why uh, Ty and Charlene Bollinger did such an, needed to do such an amazing job with well, not only the truth about cancer and all the other series that they did, but the most recent propaganda exposed uncensored edition. If you didn't see it, the replay weekend is coming up this weekend. It, they're amazing. They're even better than they were originally. They've added and they, they've edited. It's incredible. And so Super Don, I'm sure you'll send out another email blast about the replay weekend. For those of you who haven't, share it, get it, and help people take that red pill so they're less vulnerable. We're never fully not vulnerable. I mean, if we walk with God's armor, all of the time. And that's a challenge for any of us at any given time to be there in conscious with that. But if we do that more than less, we'll be more protected, not artificially by government or those that pretend that they can protect you from government, but by God's own love and protection, by abiding by the principles, the guidance that we always are receiving. It's a question of whether we are receiving, right? They're being, it's being delivered. Do you have the ears to hear, the eyes to see? the heart to understand and live. And you have the courage to live it. That's another question. Once you believe it, will you actually live it? Now that you know better, will you do better? I know I'm asking a lot, but I think God asks a lot of all of us. We don't always live up to that, which we're requested to do, but also we have the freedom to not do that. We know we should, maybe we didn't know, but now we do. Now you do. So again, grateful for you being here. This message of health, freedom, and healing liberty, I'm, I'm just, uh, like I said, I'm honored to be able to serve in whatever small way 
to reconnect you to the source of all healing or to remind you that that connection is yours for the reclaiming as opposed to those that want to keep you from it. All right, we've got other questions of the day and comments of the day. Super Don, what shall we do next? Comment or question? What do you want to do? Let's do questions. Questions of the day. Okay. So in the show notes at robertscottbell.com, by the way, if you're not getting the newsletter, text RSB to 22828 or just go to robertscottbell.com and sign up. This is from Bill. Hi, guys. If you are not a diabetic, are you still suggesting that we take one chromium three times a day? Or would one capsule once a day be okay? That's his first question from Bill. And I will say, yes, indeed, if you are not suffering from overt diabetes, one capsule of the food research glucose sugar balance, which we get from Jonathan at choosetobehealthy.com. Jonathan has that choosetobehealthy.com. It's it's one of the um, banners there. You can click on that. You can take once a day and be fine. Now, I tend to. I mean, I, I typically twice a day if I do, and I, I typically remember to take it twice a day because I know chromium is not just about reversing type 2 diabetes or all the things it does in terms of blood sugar regulation and the vanadium too, but it also has a great benefit on liver function, liver health. And I know that every day my liver is challenged as it has been, as all of us are to varying degrees. So it's one of those things like selenium I take every day. Do you need one, three or four times a day? Well, if you're suffering in type 2 diabetic situations, for sure, even type 1. But as Bill said, you know, hey, hey, I'm doing great. I don't seem to have any energy deficits. One a day will be fine. And I tend to do at least one a day. Usually I'm doing two a day, sometimes three a day. But uh, it's not because I have hypoglycemia anymore either. But I I know it's a mineral that we constantly need to replenish. So great question, Bill. Uh, Part two on uh, Bill's question is, do you believe a sun lamp is a good idea? Well, in terms of vitamin D production, yes, these sun lamps can facilitate or mimic certain aspects of of the sun's interaction with the skin to produce the D and other things. Uh, So if you feel like it is a benefit to you in in extreme circumstances like, uh, what is it? Seasonal affective disorder, the other kind of, see, now I'm hearing sad or sads. I'm I'm thinking sudden adult death syndrome. They've ruined it. Sad. They've ruined it, yes. It used to be called seasonal affective disorder, right? Yeah. A lack of sun. So getting out in the sun in the winter is something that would be good if you can get sun, sun exposure, but it could be an adjunct. Of course, you know, there are questions of EMFs and things. You've got to weigh it all out in that regard. Getting in the far infrared saunas are great in the winter as well. They will help. And yes, you can take Cardio Miracle, which has some of the D3, but more importantly, that formula, Cardio Miracle, facilitates the utilization, the activation of stored D that you may indeed have plenty of when they say, oh, you don't have enough D. Well, it's stored, ain't coming out. How about the Cardio Miracle facilitating the conversion of the stored D into the active form? That formula, Cardio Miracle can do that. Fantastic. All right, next question of the day is coming from Doreen. I have donated blood and money to them in the past. What is she talking about? To what? Blood and money? Donated to who? I'm looking here. Am I seeing this somewhere? Red Cross, I think it is. Oh, the Red Cross. Okay. You need to say that. Tell me where. I missed that part of it. I don't know what happened there. It might have been somewhere like in a subject line. It just didn't make it in there. Gotcha. All right. So, So Doreen says she's donated blood and money to the Red Cross. I receive regular requests from them asking for money. So far in 2022, each time I receive a request for a donation, I send it back without a check, but with a question handwritten across the return form. 
Can you assure the public that you will not give vaccinated, donated blood to unvaccinated people who need blood? Hmm. I keep getting the request for money, but no answers to my question. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. She, Doreen wants to know my thoughts. Do you think I should contact my local hospital and ask them the same question? Should I pose the question to the U.S. Department of Health, or do you think that would give them ideas on how to spread the spike protein by a method other than shots? Well, Doreen, they already know that. I'm sure they've already thought yeah. about this. Yeah. That's not even a, yeah, the, you don't, you're not giving them an idea. But what you're asking is very valid. And they don't apparently screen the blood supply. They don't believe it, that that blood from those who have been jabbed is any different from whatever blood. So you, you know that these people, at the very least, are morons, again, or they're criminally negligent by taking blood that is clearly altered via mRNA intervention, binding to DNA protein synthesis, and has an unknown stop time, right? They've never studied. They don't know. 60 days? 90 days? Who knows? This is something that uh, is a very valid thing to be concerned about, especially if you ever find yourself in a situation where you need blood plasma and people are banking their own blood. I know that. But we've also seen the monopoly on the blood supply that the Red Cross pretty much has denies the reality that there are certain scientific validations over the centuries, in fact, that show evidence for other, other ways to rebuild blood plasma without having to resort to blood transfusions, including the Quinton method, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N, of isotonic solutions of clean seawater, you know, matching the tonicity of the blood. And even evidence from World War II in the Pacific Theater where Soldiers were kept alive after blood loss with coconut water introduced right into the veins. Isn't that interesting? Do we really need to do blood transfusions in every case? Or could there be other options that would eliminate the monopoly and the profitability? Believe me, the, the Red Cross making bank over your donations on top of the money that it makes selling your blood and they give you some GMO sugar cookies in response. I don't think that's a good deal. That's, I'm going to leave it there for the moment. I don't want to be upset heading into the weekend anymore. I want to celebrate the weekend heading into the Thanksgiving week. We have another comment of the day, do we? Or did we cover both of them last hour? Yeah, you'll probably like this one. You take this one from Leah. Uh, Dr. Robert Scott Bell was absolutely wonderful at the Red Pill Expo last weekend. I am so grateful to have met him, and I enjoy him as an MC at the RPE. Oh, I like that. It rhymes. Uh, yeah. He is genuinely caring, yeah. human, and a gift to us all from Leah. Well, that's very sweet, Aww. Leah. Am I genuinely caring, or is, it, is this an act? I mean, could it all be an act? Because every, everybody's so cynical. There's no way you could really care, Robert, because nobody does, right? Have you ever yeah, get that point? You know what? It's, it, it's a situation. Mm-hmm. I'll have to channel my inner Laban ditch burn here because mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 true. As much as we like to have fun and joke and stuff like that, you you are you just you, you, this, you know this is this is not just a a, a thing. Come on, it, it, this is the funny part when we try to do the our AMAs. Yeah. And I try to bring on guests that know me to dish the dirt on me. Heck, man, yeah, right. that's, Laban, that's a setup though. He, but he, I figured he had to see and witness That's something. That's because nobody's going to believe, you know, it's like, I know you try. You yeah. Get I, effort, I, look, but, I try know. to be a diva, 
maybe I got to try harder. Maybe I, yeah. You know what? What was the name of your friend that you went to school with that used to be in the chat room? Oh, Adrian. Yes. Adrian. Adrian. You had to get him on the phone because he actually, he actually dug up some stuff that, uh, not, not really, not really dirt, but if anybody knows, it's going to be him. Embarrassing stuff from childhood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I guess. But as I say this and it's, you know, it's kind of tongue in cheek a little bit, but track records are important, right? There are people that are waking up suddenly at this point in time that are red pilled. Yet there are people that probably are taking advantage of those of us who are so thrilled that they're now red pilled that they're pretending to be red pilled. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. It couldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. But to some degree, we've got to hone our senses, whether they be called spider senses or, as I said, you know, that sensation of of, uh, guidance from God, guidance from spirit and honing that skill, if you will, or sense. And that takes practice, spiritual practice. But we're always vulnerable to be duped. There are people that are so good at duping other people that some people will then go, I, I trust nobody. But that's not a pleasant place to be. If if that's going to be the way to live life, it's like, what, what? really, we were sent here so that we learn here the, 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 the whole purpose of life. The answer to life, universe, and everything is not the number 42, but it's not to trust anybody. If that's the lesson, really, is that what you believe God said? No, I don't believe that at all. There are good people with kind hearts, loving souls that are ministering to those in need and, you know, have been through a lot. Often they've been through a lot. And they may have made horrible decisions and been horrible people at times in their lives. The worst, but it drove them to wake up and find a way to be better, to do better, to serve, to live in love. And there are people like that in your life. There are people like that in my life that you look back on their history, you go, that would not be someone I would hang out with ever. And they're not that anymore. Question is, do we hold them and condemn them because of things that they did in the past? If that's the case, I could be condemned. Super Don could be condemned. Any of us could be held to that. You're like done. Is that what God does? Is there forgiveness? God forgives. Do we? And can we forgive ourselves our trespasses that we did in ignorance or in arrogance? Where is grace? Where is the blessings of love, that divine forgiveness in all of this? There's an opportunity to grow and change and transform at any moment, any time, and it tends to happen more when people suffer. I've talked about that. As we're wrapping up today's broadcast, we'll go into bonus round in a moment, but I'm just going to wrap it up there. The opportunity to grow spiritually often happens more when people are suffering than when they're in good times. As I said many times over the years, and in fact, I was on a you know, podcast with Jason Preston, talked about this. I said, you know, if you can come back to God when times are good, when you perceive you don't need God, that's pretty impressive. I'm, if I'm God, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying, I'd be going, yeah, good on you. That's pretty good. And I'm not saying it's bad that if it takes being miserable to come back to God, however you get there, that's, you know, how you get there. But it's nice to choose it when you don't think you need to. That's a lesson. That's a lifelong lesson, maybe lifetimes long. Grateful for y'all being here, supporting us on the Robert Scott Bell Show, me and Super D and all y'all. We're still looking for an intern to help Super Don out. So if you have some skills in terms of social media uh, or video uh, selection, things like that, Super Don really needs our help. He does, uh, and and we just don't have enough to help him. So please, please consider that. Thank you for the comments today, questions today. I'm going to set up the Zoom invite for tomorrow's AMA momentarily. And Super Don, remind me, those people that donated outside of the, the uh, Patreon supporters, that I'm going to send an invitation to them as well, okay? Yep. 
All right. So with that, take a pause. We'll be back for the bonus round of the Robert Scott Bell Show after this because the power to heal is yours. All right, bonus round commences now. What do y'all want to talk about? What did we forget to do or cover, Super D, and head in the weekend? And I know we were going to talk about getting at least a little bit of new stuff for Sunday. It's nice that I don't have to go anywhere this weekend. As much as I love being at these events with everybody, just I'm not I'm not upset that I get to kind of do stuff around here. Yeah, so much. You, des- you deserve a weekend once in a while, right? Yeah, I'll be busy. I'll be out in the garden, even though it'll be cold, getting the the magic, uh, let's say, soil that we got from Farmer Brian Johnson. Shout out to Doug for your help in connecting us all. Your your uh, camera froze, by the way, Super D here. <clears throat> but oh, uh, remember, as we said, ABV causes everything, anything but vaccines, just so you know. So maybe you can use that as a, a new meme to help push back and maybe red pill some people that are just on the edge, on the fence. Maybe that'll help them. Oh, okay. See comments, questions. It's quiet. Y'all have been quiet in the uh, chat room. I know a lot of people listen later. That's okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know our patron support group, you guys or gals are awesome. I mean, just amazing what you do. Our AMA Zoom AMA is the tw- is the nineteenth tomorrow. tomorrow, noon Eastern, nine AM Pacific. As I said, I'm gonna after the show, Super D. I'm gonna set up the Zoom invite so you can get that posted patron, and then those emails I think I collected of those that donated outside for the special things we had been needing. Mm-hmm. Want to make sure they're invited ah as well. Want to make sure they can can go as well and access it later. So okay. there you go. Gotta not move my hand so much. I knocked the, the things right out my ears. It's the oh. wait. You don't have any Italian heritage. Not at all. It's a Jewish thing. And a background. Is it a too, Jewish thing? No. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, man. What else? What else? Let's see. Hold on just a second here. Mm-hmm. Results. Poll results. You have them already? You just sent that out. Well, I just sent it out. So it's just a, a small um, example. A small here. sampling. Yeah. I'm curious what's everybody's favorite side dish for heading into. What would, well, if you were asked, uh, if, mm-hmm. if you were asked the question, right? You, you get the. What is the most important Thanksgiving side? You got mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce, yams, green bean casserole, mac and cheese, stuffing, or mm. something else. Or I suppose yeah. you could not sure if you want to. Dude, can, we, can we table this until I eat later? No, no. Come on. You can just do right off the top of your head. Which one is the most important? I love sweet potatoes or yams. I do. Yams? I, they're, for me, they're candy. The thing you don't like. It's uh, funny. So the you know, I don't like you, them. Though, I don't like them the way that they're tra- they're traditionally made in Thanksgiving dinner, which is like mashed in a mm-hmm. thing. Yuck! Barf. Okay. I like yams or right. sweet. You potatoes. don't like it like baby food. Then. I like sweet potatoes, which mm-hmm. I think are pretty much the same thing, no, right? For me, it's, a te- it's the texture for you. Then that's what it sounds like. Uh, sweet potatoes are great if they're roasted. Mm-hmm. You ever had roasted sweet oh, potatoes? Oh, they're amazing. Absolutely. They're amazing. I mean. It's kind of like sweet potato fries, right? You know, when when people have those stuff, like I like yeah. them like that. But the way when I was a kid mm-hmm. growing up, they yeah. would make them and then they'd mash them like into like a pile of stuff, so and the, it, the flavor it was gross. I mean, it ha- I don't I don't remember it had something on it too. There was like mm-hmm. some kind of something on the top of it and stuff. Yeah, 
I, I that was just the gag reflex was just in full force. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and of course, you know, your parents are always like, oh man, my camera froze. Again? Your, you know, your, your parent, yeah, I don't know why. Okay. Bonus round is uh, running yeah, out. I'll just, of whatever. I'll just do this. Camera clock. No, stop it. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> mean. the, um, parents would, you know, be like, oh, you have to eat everything on your plate, you know, and you're mm-hmm. sitting trying to choke down some sweet yuck. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, mm-hmm. long story short, I don't like yams, but okay. So what is your favorite then? What did you say? You said yams? Well, here's the here's the results. Yeah. Who's the winner? Stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah, of course. All the fat and carbohydrates thrown together. It's just like a drug. Stuffing graphic here. I I can't disagree because it is like, oh my gosh, it's like my mashed potatoes. My wife Mm -hmm. makes the most amazing mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Speaking of cream cheese. Yes. She throws it in there. She has cream cheese. I like to throw you know, cream in it, like, you know, really thick whipping cream kind of thing, right? That's cream amazing. Cheese and, and butter and... Oh, yeah, load it up. Yeah. But stuffing, I understand, because it's like you, you get... It's like a drug hit when you, you know, eat enough of the stuffing. <laughs> to, ooh. Yeah. Yes. But nobody... What well, 12.2% like yams, that tied with cranberry sauce. What is the something else? We missed Now, something. here's the thing with the cranberry sauce. When you eat yeah. the cranberry sauce, do you like like the traditional old-fashioned cranberry mm. sauce with the actual cranberries in it? Mm. Or do you like the, the like the gelatin cranberry sauce that comes the, in the, the one can? That comes, you can take it out of the can and it's still got the shape? Yeah. I have to say that's like candy and it's right? lovely. Right. But I haven't had a lot of experience with the the old school style in my life. Yuck. No, barf. Yeah. I don't like the old school style. Do you? Uh, maybe it was just the way it was made, but yeah, some people make cranberries in it. It's like literally like cranberries in it. It's kind of gnarly. Yeah. Wait, you want to well, look at yourself? Cool. Or something? Just, what? Who wants oh. to look at you? All right, at results. I was trying to find you again. So green. I'm, well, green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. I like green beans with bacon. Yeah. That's that's some good stuff right there. Mm-hmm. Mac and cheese. I that for me is not a traditional. Thanksgiving dish. No, we never had mac and cheese at Thanksgiving. Some people do, I, I guess. No, we, we never had that. That's that's not me. And then there's the something something else. People, mm-hmm. what else would you have? Here's another question for you. Uh, turkey, yeah. yeah, is a must, right? Mm-hmm. Do you also have ham with the turkey? No, Some we never did that. because we were you know growing up Jewish. The ham wasn't part of our diet. Oh right. Yeah. That's so that right. wasn't part of our tradition. Yeah. Turkey and ham. That, that was something we did. Mom is in the chat room. She says she makes, I remember, sweet potatoes with pineapple. Sweeten it up with pineapple. Um, That's, gnar- that's gnarly, dude. That's <laughs> Super gnarly. Nice. Mom, that's gnarly. It is. That's not good. Um, I got to really wholeheartedly really. disagree with the pineapple and the yak. But then on. again, you don't like it on pizza either. I think you hate pineapples. I like pineapple. I'll eat pineapple. It's a fruit. Fruit does not belong on pizza. Right. <laughs> Definitely doesn't belong with yam. Nothing belongs with yam. Yeah. Yams, what belongs with yams is a garbage bag. That's, that's what goes <laughs> with yams. No, Steve but, said um, nothing is important because it's a gravy delivery system. <laughs> that's, that's right. I agree. That's why it's so amazing. And by the way, I, I your mom uh, made a comment in the chat room. We were talking about uh, vegan cheesecake. Yes. Now is 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 your mom allergic to dairy? 
Well, she's having some problems that, you know, over the last few years, you know, she's had to okay. shift her diet radically. Yeah. That may, that makes sense then because she said, yeah. uh, I'm just paraphrasing unless I can get to it real quick. Oh yeah. It says here to those allergic to dairy, mm -hmm. a substitute cheese in cheesecake is a welcome substitute. Okay. I can understand that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not picking on people that are allergic to dairy. Sure you are. You're but just I still stand cool. by principle here. Yeah. If it's a substitute cheese, mm -hmm. then it's not cheese. You know, if, yeah, if you look at vegan cheese, yeah, or vegan cream cheese, yeah, uh, it, it's either made out of soy, which we nobody would recommend yeah. unless no. it's organic, maybe I guess, yeah, mm. or you know, like vegan cream cheese is made of like coconut oil, uh, potato starch, mm -hmm. and something else. I can't remember. How do you even know that? Those because I looked it up. Because look, I take these things seriously. You know, there's all kinds of problems in the world, and I'm concerned about vegan cheese. Sometimes right. it's made from um, uh, cashews, like nuts or nuts. Yeah, cheese, right. So yeah. it's it's yeah. All right. So so have have a nut cake. What are you not, calling a nut cake? Not a cheesecake, or or you know what? Better yet, mm -hmm. call it a trans cake. <laughs> trans cake. Because what it is is, is it's ESP. nuts. It's nuts yeah. and and coconut oil identifying as a cheesecake. Right. Yes, a, a coconut oil can identify it's a trans cheese cake. Cake. trans cake. Okay, that's right. That's funny. Hey, Jordan Peterson is back on uh, Twitter. Apparently, uh, it doesn't surprise me. So some people are getting their way back. They haven't let Trump back on. Apparently, though, they're not going to let him. I mean, the official word on that is that after. Well, actually, I guess mm -hmm. the election's over now. Yeah, because it was pre-election pre except in, except um, in Arizona. Pre-election, they said that they weren't going to allow him back on until after. Mm -hmm. Are there congressional hearings about the Taylor Swift ticket scandal? Because Glenn Beck just <laughs> tweeted out, why is Congress more concerned about Taylor Swift tickets than, I don't know, the vote in Arizona? That's a good so so did you hear about this? I, I know very little about it, but I what, what I do know is that apparently Taylor Swift was like going to have a concert. Ticketmaster yeah. was she going to handle the tickets, and they... She broke Ticketmaster. They, yeah, exploded. Uh, they couldn't handle the demand, and so it's become a big thing now. Right. A, so, why would you even want tickets to a Taylor Swift concert? I don't know. B. So I take um, it you're not a fan. Yeah, see, I, you know, I mean, from what I recall, I mean, Taylor Swift was kind of a big deal when my kids were teenagers, so I, I know my daughter was a really big fan of Taylor Swift. It's probably yeah. okay music. It's just, you know, pop, hmm. whatever. See, when I look at someone like Taylor Swift, who just basically everything she touches turns to gold, yeah. I, I just, you know, I can't help but think about, you know, maybe a deal was made with the devil. I don't know for a fact. I'm mm. not even saying or accusing. I'm like, it's one of those weird things where you go, uh, yeah, I'm just a little suspicious. A little too much success, you think? The, the, it, you have to come up with an alternative explanation. It couldn't be that they were just really good. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. there's a lot of machinery you have to go through that's kind of demonic to get to that level. Every, everything. So what you're saying you know. is she hasn't had a bad song or a bad record or a bad album. Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to a whole record, but I, I'm just, okay, y'all can hate me for even saying it. I'm just I'm just being honest, asking the question. I, I mean, look at, the, look at the uh, amount of success that somebody like uh, Neil Diamond has had. <laughs> right? I don't think it was that level I mean, of, of uh, stratospheric meteoric rise and, con and consistent. Uh, anyway, I don't know. What am I doing? Comparing 
uh, Taylor Swift and Neil Diamond. That's you, you tricked me. You trapped me. That's and bringing Satan into the picture. Come on. I now. know. That's just horrible. Why would you do Wrong that? Wrong with you. Trying to have a good good time heading into the weekend. So what are we going to do for Sunday? Do you want to uh, record something real quick uh, or you want to try to squeeze something in after the AMA tomorrow? I mean, there's a lot going on. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Well, the AMA is a morning AMA. For you, so, it's 9 to 11. For me, it's 10 to noon. Yeah. Nine, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, I got to do. The I got to go. I got to go find out from from the wife. Okay, what, let me know what's going what's on. Available. I would be inclined to say we could knock it out tomorrow after the AMA, or before. I've been I've been sitting in this chair for eight plus. Yeah, hours. I don't want you. Or or you can send me some stories and I'll put something together. Whatever. I'm I'm flexible. We'll oh, so you want to do it today? And partly, I'm I'm kind of like to get get rid of it, right? Get it out of the way, and I mean that just because okay. the weekend is so packed when we do our AMAs and all the things that I know. Uh, I've got a meeting in the afternoon. I want to take my wife out to eat at the the Redmond, so we'll have more. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I, look. I'll roll with you because we both have wives that we've got to answer to. Not complaining. I'm just saying. We're just honest. Better not be. Right? No, not at all. Not you at all. Get back. yourself in, in trouble. Right. Christine says some sweet potato recipes have OJ in it. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Though, so I could see why, why? Sweet, well, sweeten it even further without they're, sugar. They're kind of already sweet. And that's why they call them sweet potatoes, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Whatever. Mashed asparagus. Steve says mashed asparagus, mashed no potatoes. Never seen that. Two heads of cauliflower steamed. So that's an interesting uh, ingredient for those that don't want potatoes. Well, you can mash cauliflower, right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't mm -hmm. tried the mashed cauliflower. I've tried the riced. And surprisingly, as much as I used to give the whole riced cauliflower thing, uh, yeah. heck, um, I actually tried it. And it, it was actually, I was kind of impressed with it. Mm -hmm. it it's very similar to rice. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually, when I first tried it, I was kind of like, oh, this is pretty good. And we had it for like several times after so that. You were mad because they tried to pretend it was something else. You don't like it's, things it's that like are trans. It's like vegan cheesecake. You know, it's like, just yeah. call it what it is. It's, it's You're against trans anything. I know you. Trans, trans vegetables, trans cake, you know. Like, kind of like trans ams though. Dude, I love trans ams. I, I knew you. I find one trans that you Every like. once in a while, I'll be, I'll be walking around town or I'll, mm -hmm. or I'll drive by, you know, and somebody has, has kept hung on to one of those uh i can't remember what year it was but it was the the, the t-top from back mm -hmm. in the, the late 70s yeah it was it like a 78 or something like that they had the t-top yeah. you know the uh smoking the bandit yeah 77 78 yeah mm -hmm. the trans am and yeah. those yeah those were cool i believe the 77 was the classic one in the first movie was uh, it the 77 trans am yeah yeah hmm. Ooh, i am we a got fan Alex Newman, look at this. I'm just looking on the, the schedule. Alex Newman is scheduled Tuesday to do a pre-record. Is that right? Right after the show on Tuesday. Cool. Alex is, dude, He he's the bomb when it comes to research, man. He's prolific. I love Alex. He was, of course, at the Red Pill Expo. He's always presenting. And uh, he, he was in Egypt, in fact. He flew to Egypt after the Red Pill Expo when he finished speaking to go there for that summit. And and we might be able to hear some stuff on the, from, from the ground uh, next week then. That's cool. Did that just pop up? That just popped up. Like you sent it to me. It Was wasn't me. No. No. Well, what happens? No. What happens is uh is Kevin will book things and somehow I don't I don't know how. Yeah. But it, it automatically puts me as like the organizer when he does that. 
So cool. He's just going to take credit for getting us all these awesome my, my Google account and <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, all right. I was unaware of a pre-record with Alex Newman. Yeah, what well, that just did? literally popped in to the 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 you know the upcoming events. So yeah, okay. I just got also the email, the newsletter from the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thanks to Super oh. Don, went out during okay. the show with the poll question of the day. What was the result from yesterday? Would you support or oppose? Tar- yeah, yeah, that was right. The term limits, and it was like I was in such the minority. I Overwhelming. Was, yeah, I was embarrassed. I, I shouldn't have showed up for work today. I was so embarrassed. Usually, I'm better at. <laughs> Like I right speak all the time. like I, I believe it. That's what I wanted to share. And you guys still, you still love me a little bit. So thank you. All right. What else? Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving week coming up. So we'll plan to do a live shows Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. And we'll take Thursday, Friday, and Sunday off next week. Well, let's holiday. look at the calendar and make sure what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to blow it out with a massive AMA tomorrow. Monday, Tuesday, of, Wednesday. Okay. So I let have me. Lots of uh, sovereign silver and sovereign silver gels to give away tomorrow. You know, for our, when we do our trivia questions, we we like to give stuff away, and uh, we I, I got lots of sovereign silver for you guys. So you want to be there? You'll probably win. So Thursday, the twenty fourth, we'll be off, and we'll be doing an encore. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. All right, and then. Friday the 25th. The 25th. Yeah, we'll do an encore. Yeah. And Sunday the 27th. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's what we normally do, I think. Mm-hmm. So let me just put that in there so that uh, Kevin doesn't accidentally look uh, something. He probably is thinking the same thing. <laughs> okay. So I think that's all I've got. Um, next week, we've got uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood and Stella Morabito on Monday. On Tuesday, we have got uh, – oh, actually, on Tuesday, you're, you're going to be on Laban's uh, podcast on Tuesday. Is that live or pre-recorded? I don't know. It looks like – I don't know. It's probably we'll pre-recorded. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. We've yeah. got uh, our Trinity School of Natural Health guest uh, on Tuesday as who's well. On? Do we know who's coming on? Uh, Iowana Nikora. Iowana Nukara. I want a new car. I want a new car. That's what it sounds like. A brand new car. I want a new car. Oh, I haven't seen this name, so I can't make fun of you. Uh, Let's see. You know what? Here's the thing. All right. So the reason why I said that is because I just, I had a memory. I want to, let's see. I want a Nisora. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Because I think it was Lauren Ameling sent an email. And she in there, she put in there uh, the pronunciation of her name. Oh. And she said, I swear. Okay. Uh, okay, here it is. She's still, <laughs> uh, she says, I'm looking forward to uh, her being on uh, next week. And, you know, she sends the email. It has like the stuff that she wants to talk about and stuff like that. And, and Lauren says, I still remember her graduation in 2018 mm-hmm. when she was helping me practice her name for the ceremony. Hmm. She said it's pronounced you won a new cara. <laughs> really? Yes. You won so a new cara. You won a I new cara. I wonder if it's Celtic or something. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. But that's how you pronounce it. You, you won, won a new cara. You got to send me that pronunciation so I don't screw that up. 
I mean, the last yeah. thing I need is Bala giving me crap. So I should do something, I should do something funny with that on the show. No, we shouldn't. That would be too easy. Yeah, we should. No, we totally yeah. should. All right. It would be fun. How I do think you know it would if be... you want a new car, we'll think it's fun. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I'm the producer. That's an but, awesome uh, name. It's spelled I O A N A, last name N I C O A R A. Yeah. Wow. And that's, by the way, my, my wife's birthday on that day. So we'll be celebrating my wonderful, awesome wife as well. We get her bowling ball. Okay. All right. So then on Wednesday, we have her scheduled. I haven't gotten confirmation from her on this, but I wanted to get Lisa Hill on the show. For sure. Yeah. We haven't had her on in a long time. Um, Silver right pillow. I want everybody to get them for the holidays. Silver right's going to have a Black Friday special. And so I okay. want to make sure that we get, well, that. And there, that. get the link. There are ready. some other Black Friday specials that I'm going to be working on this weekend. And I'll put it up on the website for next week. Okay. Excellent. So anyway, all right. Well, that's all I've got. It's Friday and it's more than I'm enough. looking forward. Talk uh, to your honey. I'll talk to my honey and let's see what we got. for yes? okay. okay. All right. Okay. And I thank you all for being here. We're going to send out the invite for those of your patron supporters. And those of you who donated outside of patron, we're going to get a special invitation. So you guys can be at the zoom AMA noon Eastern 9 a.m. Pacific tomorrow. That's the 19th of November, 2022. And thank you still have time. Here. If you want to be a part of that uh, tomorrow, Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still sign up over on Patreon and you will get access yeah. to the AMA for tomorrow. And thank you to Laura Oblond. Wasn't she good? I enjoyed her. She, she was. Terrific. She terrific. was. Yeah. She, brought it. she brought it. She was great. So thank you all for being here. Share the show and uh, help people remember what I'm trying to remind myself of every day, much less y'all. The power to stand up is super dance. Maybe on Monday, right? Yeah, maybe on Monday if it comes early enough. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. Take care.